Welcome to PowerPlay. I'm Sam DeLev, but in Port Ruby, I'm Dr. Caden D'Alto. What you are about to hear is the audio from our Twitch stream. If you'd like to watch the show, it's live on Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash qtimes, Q-U-E-U-E-T-I-M-E-S, or you can catch up with our archives on YouTube. For more information, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. Hello, uh, welcome to PowerPlay. Um, we are at the, the seventh episode of the fifth season. Um, yeah, so things, you know, this is where things start picking up momentum. Um, and, uh, you know, thank you for joining us. I know there is nothing interesting going on in the world of entertainment tonight. Uh, so, you know, we are, I, I assume, the only game in town as, as far as, you know, anything to watch goes. So we really appreciate, you know, um, but, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm Rick Budge, your Game Master, uh, and these uh, four uh, lovely and talented people are uh, B. Zelda, uh, returning to us, our Ulez Galley, uh, Sam DeLev, our uh, Cadrax Eversinger, Caitlin Bruder, our Benny Beckett, and Omar Najam, our Vion Vigor, and who? Um, and I want to throw a special thanks out to Jake and Lauren and the mods and everyone at QTimes. Uh, your subs and your bits help support QTimes, and your donation to the tip jar helps support this show and uh, the people you see on the screen is our Feed the Cast Fund. Um, and to that end, we've got some rewards, and here's how they work. Hang on. There's some cotton in my throat there. Um, if we get to $50, uh, we, the team gets a point of community determination as usual. I think right now they have one point of community determination, and I think uh, only two players have determination at this moment. Um, so uh, determination going at a premium. And uh, if we get to $150, uh, the Mysterious Benefactor, as you know, um, in-game our team has a Mysterious Benefactor who can get them cool, helpful gifts that they sometimes remember that they have. Uh, it doesn't matter where they are in space or time, the Mysterious Benefactor can reach them. Um, we know outside the game that that Mysterious Benefactor is you, the chat. So far this season, you have given them a healing elixir, single-use holographic disguise generator, a gym pass, good for plus one any physical attribute, single-use nanotechnology spray-on armor, single-use memory pruner, with kind of like an MIB, like a Men in Black style uh, neuralizer, um, and a single-use portal generator. And uh, if we get to $150 today, the team gets a single-use sensory accelerator. Um, when you use it, it makes a character impossible to surprise attack for a single scene. So if you put it on and turn it on, you cannot be surprised attacked while whatever is going on is going on. And that's the mysterious benefactor gift. Um, and if we get $250 and after credits lore drop, a revealing glimpse of some important but previously unseen part of our story or universe. Uh, you can always see these tiers in chat with the command uh, unlocks. And if you can't support us by donating, you can always uh, help us by liking and commenting on YouTube videos, sharing our tweets and helping promote the show and stuff. And we've got some incredible fan art, you know, coming in this week, uh, which we just love. So, you know, anything along those lines uh, just kind of warms our heart. Again, check out Lemon Twist's uh, 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 take on, on Beatrix Blast versus the, the Moon Snail. I, I, I seriously, I, I want it as a poster. Um, uh, and now you can get PowerPlay merchandise, and you can get it at some place that doesn't try and uh, con your ass by selling NFTs. Um, uh, we have t-shirts and stickers. There's one of those stickers right there, and there's another one right there uh, with Caitlin's wonderful character art and uh, the logo done by our friend Hector Lowe. Um, uh, I think I think you can get both original and updated versions, or, or you soon will be able to get both versions. Um, and it is available at the QTime Stream Elements store. Stream Elements. 
the place that's not trying to rip you off. Um, and Jake will pump that link down into the chat. Uh, thank you, Jake, for making that happen and uh, helping us avoid the whole NFT, um, you know, shenanigans. The it's game called, we play it's called a scam, Rick. <laughs> yes, thank you, Omar. Yes, the whole <laughs> NFT scam. Yeah, it's just like, come on, just okay. No, I'm not. I'm not going to go off on an NFT checker. But uh, the it's game we play here. Spoilers! It's the big bad at the end of uh, Power yes. Players and NFT. That's right. Um, when when we get to whatever the show's uh, series finale is, um, the ultimate villain is uh, NFT, um, a, a the personification of NFTs. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so the game we play here is called Icons. It's published by Ad Infinitum Adventures, and it was created by a very cool dude named Steve Kenson. Um, you can check him out on Twitter at Kenson. The book edition that I have is published by Green Ronin. Uh, they were sold out last time we checked. They might eventually get these back in, it is hard to say, um, but you can always get it as a PDF. And I think sometimes Ad Infinitum sells print to PDF versions that are you know, made on order. So definitely check it out. It's a fantastic system. You can follow the show at PowerPlay RPG on Twitter and Instagram. Um, wow, I think we've opened up the first tier already. Uh, thank you so much, everyone. Um, if I am reading that right on my teeny tiny second screen, I think I am. Uh, thank you so much. We are super grateful for how generous y'all have been with us this season and every season. Um, so yeah, PowerPlay is now available as a podcast for the podcast inclined. Uh, you can find it wherever fine pods are casted. Um, due to a little technical error, last week's uh, episode has not dropped yet on podcast. I think that is coming this week. So keep an eye out for that if you're one of our podcast people. Um, and uh, go to the PowerPlay Discord. Omar is doing all sorts of incredible things in the Discord. He's running the Port Ruby Poetry Review, which uh, has uh, po. Uh, poems by Omar and 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 uh, a, a Drac wrote a poem and Librarian Liz did a poem, uh, just just fantastic stuff and also the supervillain origin stories which are just incredible. Um, we have literal original superhero stories coming to you from one of the guys who wrote Ms. Marvel. So uh, please check those out. I promise you they are they are as cool as anything we are doing on the show. Omar is just like it. Each one of those has been a home run. Um, and uh, Jake will throw the link for the Discord yeah, and chat for you. And uh, I think, yeah, that's the announcements. Time for Power Play. Welcome back. Um, so yeah, I, I am told by Jake you can get uh, both new and old uh, character art at the new Stream Element store, and I'm told by Sam that the Men in Black and their neuralizers are real. So watch out, people. Um, previously <laughs> on previously on Powerplay. Uh, <laughs> The necklace that Benny got from Althea the Enlightenment sent Benny back in time to her family farm on November 15th, 2020. With help from Miranda Vorton, the team was able to follow her. Reunited in Bellwood, Michigan, the team found themselves saving Benny's childhood friend Priya Singh from the Crowman, a bizarre creature of urban legend with a penchant for riddles. 
Uh, Vion then activated the time shifter crystal to bring the team back home, but instead they found themselves in the old western town of Grave Glen in the year 1871, where they helped Sheriff Virgil Wheeler defend his town against an army of skeleton cowboys and save a man named Maynard Bed Dixon, an implied ancestor of Vion's good friend Destiny. Uh, the team then time jumped again and found themselves in a covert NSA research facility in Washington, D.C., where they were enlisted by their old pal Molly Darnell to help prove she didn't steal a huge shipment of end technology from a secure warehouse. In the end, the team captured the real bad guy, destroyed the stolen tech, and gave Molly's boss, a guy known only as Bob, the idea to build a super team of his own. Next, they landed in Port Ruby's Brace Square, only instead of their own time, it appeared they were somewhere in the 1930s. Uh, with Ulez ostensibly under the control of Maria Serrano, the team helped a star choir refugee named Cassandra wriggle out from under the thumb of the gangster Twister Whitlow. And uh, the most recent time jump, jump took the team to a snowy forest on a mountaintop in a time and place that remains undetermined. That is where we are going to pick up. Uh, it looks to be about dawn. You see the sun rising. Uh, the wind is whipping and howling. You are surrounded by tall snow-covered trees, and from somewhere nearby you hear the sound of wolves howling. You are still wearing the clothes you got in 1934 Port Ruby. Uh, so you're all freezing. Um, uh, it doesn't have to be like a something that would gi give me determination at all, but I do think fire close is kept. I think this would be enough of a shock to Penny's system that she would immediately burst into flames. <laughs> like, yeah? Yeah. Um, Upon arrival in like, that feels like a trouble. You should take that point of determination. <laughs> Um, I don't know if it really is causing any problems yeah, for me, though, okay. but I think she does it just is. cause it. It's causing a lot of problems. Yeah, I'm like sweating heat. a little. It's a uncomfortable. Lot of it depends. Mm -hmm. Did 1930s period clothes get asbestos treated? Oh. Like, you're on the Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's a good point. Unclear. Um, I'll, I, I'll, I'll leave that up to Caitlin. You want to take it as a trouble? If, it, if you take it as a trouble, um, I, I would say your clothes probably burn away. Um <laughs> Yeah, why not? That's funny. <laughs> we'll deal with it. She'll stay lava until then. All right. Yeah, you you, you flame on um, as uh, you know as, as with the disorientation and the cold and fully and, lava know. explode into heat because it's so cold and it scares yeah. the fire within. <laughs> wow. Yeah. This no, is a that's threat great. to my body. Heat. Um, so the rest of you are freezing, unless you happen to be standing right near Benny, um, and uh, in which case that probably helps a little. Um, Ulez, the events of the last day and a half are like a dream to you. You you remember them, but it's a hazy jumble of images, a department store, a well, a concert hall. You can feel the residue of Maria's consciousness in your head, and it's, it's sort of like a hangover. Um, but the distinctive voice that she had is gone, just mixed back into your own thoughts. Okay. I have a strange desire to tell kids that I'm an alien. Hmm. Uh, oh. oh, we greet you. We hey. do not recognize this area. Uh, we, yeah, we, we kind of uh, quantum leaped our way into uh, somewhere else. Uh, not exactly oh. sure. 
where it is. Do you, I, I've never quite asked, how do you experience temperature? Uh, Rick, we never talked about this. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you have some sensitivity to it because like being immune to those kind of things is like a separate superpower in the game that you don't have. Mm-hmm. So while I say you're probably not quite as sensitive as a human being, you feel extreme cold, extreme heat. Okay. Components, right? So, like, yeah. cool better than heat. Too cold, not good. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, well, we that. are feeling rather slow, like our parts are icy. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's use the logic we use in that game we play. Uh, you know, where you uh, f- climb up to the top of the mountains and then you flutter down uh, in order to just hop on the back of horses to make it easier to you know ride them uh, mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. trying to sneak up on them, which is real difficult. Uh, you know how there's like some like well, there's not levels because it's like an open world game. But Could like, I get clothing or earrings? Earrings to keep myself warm. Uh, we can definitely see if there's a spot for us to look for earrings and clothing. Absolutely. Uh, in fact, we've been kind of doing like a whole clothing thing as we've been hopping around, so that would be oh, ideal. But for right now, fancy. Uh, 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 maybe we can uh, use some wood or something like that to create like a little fire for ourselves to huddle around until we get a better plan together. You say that, and then I think Ula's just like glances over at Benny. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, or I guess we could just huddle around our friend. Yes, we believe that is best. They will keep us warm, and like we'll put like our hands up to you, like you're a little campfire. I think Benny still like flinches, has like the reaction to like flinch away from people when she is on fire, mm-hmm. <laughs> just because it is like that is ingrained in her. So I think she does like a little bit, but then she's like, Okay, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> You're from Michigan and is probably not the first time that others have used you for warmth. <laughs> <laughs> like I can imagine Will just being like, come Oh on, yes, please. come on. <laughs> Will for sure, yes. Probably <laughs> no one like else on the planet, but <laughs> Will and maybe like pre on Friday. <laughs> so while you start huddling around Benny for warmth, from somewhere you hear a scream. Okay, that's the same direction we heard the wolves. Do you want to try and figure it out? I think that seems immediately relevant because it is a sound, and I pay it. I've been tracking the the howling, I think, in particular. Give me an investigation roll, Cadric. Sure. Eight. You think they are coming from the same general direction? Um, And I will say that that direction is uh, to your west. I believe uh, someone might be endangered by predators. Okay, great. Oh. Let's go. Um, yes. I'm going to use Definitely. little magic to cast flight on all of us who can't fly. Um, strictly because, not because I don't want to take it away from you, Doc. I know you can carry us. Uh, you can't carry us. No, Benny Benny right now. Actually, yeah, yeah, exactly. You got it, right? You understand what I'm saying? Okay, great. I cast it. <laughs> Give me a little magic roll. All right. Here we go. This is going to be, for everyone keeping track at home, three plus roll. Eight to turn on. All right. That just does the job. Um, and uh, yeah, so everybody has got mag- uh, has got by virtue of magic flight now. Um, and uh, you into the air, uh, over the trees, towards the west. Um, and uh, you, you don't have to go that far, maybe 100 yards or something. Uh, and you see beneath you a clearing. And in it, uh, there is a person... Um, 
I would say you probably can get this without investigation. Uh, there is a person. They are from. You can see they're they're dressed in camouflage, uh, wearing like a black ski mask and big snow goggles. Uh, they have a rifle slung over their shoulder, uh, but they are not using it. They they seem to actually just seem to be starting to stay away from the wolves. Um, and uh, you can perceive that they are perhaps limping. Uh, I mean, instinct is to fly right over. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> now you fly over. What are you doing? You're landing. Oh, you know what? We're in the in the heart in the in the spirit of troubles. Um, I haven't even opened up my character sheet. Gosh, that's even better than the spirit of. Jo- I know what I want to be ah! when I grow up. Spirit of troubles. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little honest and kind of naive. I mean, I'm a lot, a lot naive. Um, so completely unfazed by the idea that this looks like a threatening person carrying a rifle in the middle of nowhere who is not expecting a stranger to land in from a flying position. I would like to just plop down right in front of them with a, we greet you. Okay, Ulez, um, I'm going to give you a point of determination. Please um, don't shoot me. <laughs> You plop down uh, right next to them, and uh, as you do, one of those wolves just like leaps at you and uh, hits you on the back, knocking you to the ground, and is now growling at the back of your head. Um, you do not take damage, but you are now off your feet. What are the rest of the, th- the other three of you doing? I would like especially upon observing that, uh, to interpose myself between Ulez and the remaining wolves and to communicate to them that they ought to leave my ally alone. I have a fairly extensive sound library of canine noise and this right here. So I would like to big scary growl using my voice. Give me a uh, complex task roll. Oh my God, I think we've unlocked the second tier. What? Um, Wow, thank you so much everybody. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, you you have, um, by virtue of the power of your mysterious benefactor, you now have, uh, what did I call it, Uh, the, the sensory accelerator, uh, you have to, this is a thing that uh, we're going to say it is like, um, uh, it's, like it's like a little cap or something and you got to put it on. And when you, uh, as long as you are wearing it, you have to be, you have to, so you have to specifically put it on and turn it on for it to work. Can uh, it look only- like a toque? Like, like a toque? Like a, sure. Uh, like uh, bird? No. No, what do Americans call this? Uh, chat, I don't know. Uh, oh, you think you know what to do? It's the hat that kind of goes over your ears, keeps your ears warm, sometimes has a pom-pom on the top. Hats? Oh, so too. like a like an ear flap hat? Uh, Not necessarily flap. Oh my gosh. I've never had this bear. Beanie. Beanie. A beanie. <sighs> oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. You, it, it is like a beanie. Um, as, but you know, there, okay, there's only one of them. It, it, it is a single use item. Uh, one beanie of alertness. Got it. Yes. One Excellent. beanie of alertness. Yeah. Um, Perfect. and if you put it on, you are totally unsurprisable. So Cadrax, what did you get? Yes. Um, that's a 15 for, um, big, scary Cadrax wolf. Nice. Uh, and you use your voice to create 
just the most terrifying growl. I mean, this is like if you could speak wolf, you were essentially, you know, telling these wolves, you know, I mean, Why this is, I oughta. <laughs> yes, yes. This is like Robert De Niro wolf showing up with like a bat and, you know, just, just giving a speech about baseball and uh, all, all, all untouchable fan gadget. Um, uh, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Omar. Um, so, uh, yeah, all those wolves just all of a sudden, they're just like, you know, <laughs> like they, 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 they turn into puppies almost and they, they back off and then they turn around and just disappear into the woods. Um, I'll roll out of a snow pile that I probably landed in then. Yeah. You, you, you can get back to your feet. You are a little, you know, a little shaken, but oh. not hurt at all. Oh my that was scary. Um, <clears throat> we greet you. And uh, the person kind of like looks around and reaches up and pulls off the ski mask and goggles. And you find yourself looking at a woman with short, almost totally buzzed blonde hair. Uh, if I had to cast her, I'd say she is Charlize Theron. Um, and she says, thanks for the help. I thought I was dog food there for a minute. All she, of those were not your allies. No. And she reaches down and touches her ankle and pulls her hand up and she's bleeding and she rubs the ankle and she's like, God damn, that hurts. Uh, I have allies. Well, we can assist. May, we, may I ask your identification? My identification? We are Les Galley. And, uh... She kind of looks you over. Um, I'm fashion today. She can't yeah, even judge. Yeah, what she makes like, this just, look, look, looking at this, you know, odd combination of 1930s dress with, you know, your natural kind of, you know, artificial intelligence keeper appearance. Uh, and, and she's like, uh, is that some kind of snowsuit you're in? Uh, yes. Uh. Huh. Uh, my name is Marlene Shaw. Um, I'm a botanist. <gasps> I, we have studied botany on this planet. We are very passionate about it. Oh, well, I, I think we'll be friends then. Yes. Please I, continue. I, I came up the mountain on foot. I, I've been looking for the cabin that I rented, uh, but I, I got lost and. The next thing I knew, I was surrounded by these wolves. Tried to back away, but one of them bit my leg. She goes back to rubbing her ankle. Do you oh. require medical assistance? We can assist. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you if you have medical training. I am Doctor Caden Dialto. I am a surgeon. Doctor. Uh, Caden D'Alto, yes. Dr. Caden D'Alto. Um, nice to meet you. Uh, how how should we do this? Oh, sorry, yeah. I was going to say, I love the thought of the of the two humans like floating like 30 feet up in the air and being like, the aliens got this. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> got this meet and greet. <laughs> oh, yeah, are you still? And Yeah, so well, I didn't come down. I'm, I'm made of lava. the sun up there. Yeah, I don't want to scare You're somebody. Swimming. And I can't come down. I'm, I'm a frail little boy. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, uh, how do you want to do this, Doc? Oh, let's see. At the cabin that you rented, do you know if there's additional 
No, I have some on me. Please sit on that stump and elevate that leg upon the tree. I'll brush the snow off the stump. And she kind of limps over to the stump and sits down and leans back. Gah! She looks up and sees two people floating in the air. Oh, sorry. Who, who is, what is, how? Oh, allies. Our what? allies are still hanging out at the moment. Please roll up your pant leg. Hey, and, yeah. And she waves back at you all awkwardly, Benny, and, and, and then she leans down and uh, rolls up her pant leg. And Who are you people? Doctor. Uh, Those are our allies. And I enjoy botany. (laughs) I float down. Uh, I've I've been seen now. I'll come down to you. (laughs) Uh, My name is Vion Vigor. And uh, I I don't know as much about medicine as, as, uh, you know, the other folks here. But uh, just to make sure you're not going to shock. I'll just ask a few quick questions. Run them back to us. Remind me uh, your name again. Uh, uh, Marlena Shaw. Okay, great, great, great. Uh, uh, another thing, and I turned to um, Cadrax, and I'm really playing it up. Uh, how about, oh, easy one. What year is it? Uh, what year? Ye- I'm sorry, what year is it? Oh, you're just... just make sure you're not going to asked talk. as part of concussion yeah. protocol, yes. 2005. Exact. correct. Okay, great. That's, yeah, and, and you are right. Uh, and uh, uh, here's one just off the top of my head, Doc. Uh, uh, where, what location are you in? What region of the world? We're in Colorado, in Rocky Mountain National Park. Hey, to me, that all checks out. Uh, Doc, I'll let you take over. And I just kind of wander off. And then I realize how cold I am, and I'm trying to think of a spell that would fix that. The spell that would fix that would be a friendship with Benny Beckett. Yes! And you see me, like, wandering, trying to figure out, like, a solution as you, like, are melting. And realize friendship is magic. The friendship is magic. Benny is following you, like, five feet behind, like, trying to get back in your orbit, but you're, like, thinking, and she's, like, still walking behind you and trying not to get too close. But there's the, like, of, like, her lava feet walking through snow. Like, trailing you. And, and, and she's, uh, and Marlene is like, um, can I ask a question? Clearly. Well done. Why is that woman on fire? She was oh, cold. Yes. So you can fly and light on fire. And I study plants. And you study plants. I study medicine. Am I having some kind of psychotic break? Did those wolves do more than I thought? Because I'm trying to wrap my head and find an explanation for this. Your statements are all correct. We are having a a hard time understanding what your uh, confusion is about. As we like circle back around, like Benny's following me, Benny's like, I don't know why I'm like this either, if that helps. And then she keeps walking. And, and as you keep walking, it's like, you know, you start cutting like a trail in the snow. It just instantly yeah. melts around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Marlena holds out her leg to you, Cadrax, and says, uh, yeah. all right, what do you need me to do? Uh, just stay right there. I have a first aid kit. Oh, I remember you I took I took a bullet out of uh, Benny Beckett uh, when she was shot. Not ah. that time, the other time. <laughs> no, not that time, the other time. Now, what, what did... <laughs> 
What did we say it gave you plus one or plus two yeah. to medical tests? I think I I believe it's it's plus one. Plus that one. Right. A, a, a a better medical kit would be a future item. A better medical kit? Uh I, I will write that down. Um I'm always looking for good mysterious benefactor <laughs> gifts. Please. And chat, I'm always looking for just, more medical tools. Chat suggests cool mysterious benefactor gifts um, <laughs> for, for, for to help Rick. Hashtag powerplay RPG and give give Rick some fun ideas yeah. and weird things to to give us. Um this, so the today medical is scary because it implies that we're gonna get snuck attacked. Like, why would you need it if you didn't need the surprise beanie? Oh, no, that could happen next week. You don't know. Um, exactly. So, it could happen at any time unless you're wearing the beanie and then you know when it's happening. The medical right, so yes. kit. Uh, do, do, do. Advanced medical kit is plus two to medical related tasks. All right. Well, I will I will take that and I will roll on it. Hey, thank you, Dyke. Um, so 11 plus one plus two. Yeah. So uh, you... You, yeah, I mean, you wrap that with, you know, the expertise of a professional doctor uh, and, yeah, antiseptic. Clean. And, and uh, she kind of puts her leg back down, puts some weight on it, and she's like, hey, that's not bad. Definitely had worse. Thanks, Doc. You're now, welcome. Did you rent the long gun along with the cabin? Uh, it's just in case. Uh I might have needed this if you didn't show up. I, I don't like to shoot at wildlife unless I have to, but sometimes when you're alone in the woods, you have to. And this is a common occurrence for you in the course of your botanical studies. I do like field work. This is a forest, madam. What? Uh, well, what I, I meant was... Um, you need help finding your residence. I'm going to aid yeah. you back to your cabin. Ooh. Yeah, it's got a fireplace and food and, and, and maybe even some spare winter gear, which you all look like you could need. Uh, yes, uh, I'm ill-suited for this. Yeah, if you help me find it, you're welcome to hunker down with me until the snow passes. Do you have plant specimens that you have been studying there as well? Well, no, it's a rented cabin, so I oh. just, I, I've actually never been to it before. I, I only know what they told me would be there. Okay. We can, uh, with your permission, perhaps fly you? Fly me? Mm -hmm. uh, Correct. Huh. Yeah, I, I guess that sounds... Kind of cool. That is exhilarating. Would you care to airlift our patient then? Oh, we do not think we can lift her. We have a hard time lifting many light things. Dog is about the amount that we can lift. You said your name is Ulez Galli. Correct. And you're Dr. Caden D'Alto. Correct. And she points at you, Vian, and she's like, what was your name? Uh, my name is Vian Vigor. Vian Vigor? Like... Like Maritime Mystery at Crescent Cottage, Vivian Vigor? <laughs> and I step away from it. I don't need your heat anymore. I'm, I'm, <laughs> the, the blushing itself is going to keep me warm for a while. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, the one in the same, actually. Huh. My mother loves your books. Tell your mother I said thank you. And I turned to Benny. I told you moms love me. Just like they, a thing. They really do, yeah. It's just like such a thing. 
That makes sense, and, yeah. And uh, she points at you, Benny. What's your name? Benny Beckett. Pleased to meet and, you. And this this doesn't hurt you? Uh, no. No. I'm mostly just like this because it uh, uh, the cold scared me, I guess. And uh, the this, she holds up like her lava arms, uh, burnt off most of my clothes. So we're just hanging out like this until those can be replaced. Incredible. All right. Well, let's get to the cabin. And I think we might be able to help you. Vion, since you already rolled flight, it's on. Oh, oh, Cadrex could just Great. do it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you all, the five of you lift into the air and Marlene is just like, oh my God. Oh my, oh, oh my God. This is incredible. And, and she sort of looks around and it pulls like her goggles back down so she can kind of like see in the blowing snow. Um, kind of got totally disoriented. I, I don't actually know where the cabin is. It shouldn't be that far from where we are, though. Can you describe anything about it? Uh, it's made of wood. Could you perhaps be more specific? I am perceiving a fair amount of wood in the area. Like I said, I've never been there before, but um, I, I don't... Were you provided coordinates, perhaps, in longitude and latitude? Um, no, I had a map, but I dropped it when I was running from the wolves. I think it blew away. Then we will proceed by attempting to locate any form of housing, and we can, as they say, guess and check whether this is your house. Uh, if we pulled up a map, uh, like a digital map, would you be able to point out the location if you recognize the area on a different map? Maybe. Benny looks at one of the other people with devices because I can't. I, I can't interact with mine right now. Cadrex uh, yeah. pulls out theirs and it doesn't connect. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, Cadrex, you, you you pull out your your phone. I think. Yeah. yeah. So I've got her in one arm, so I can have a phone behind her back. Um, and and not bring too much anachronism into it because I don't know uh, when five G when like four G cards were a well, thing. Yeah, so I can see that. It it just does not find a signal. Nope, it does not. To be to be fair, you don't need uh, to any connection to open the the maps app. It just can't like. It just can't do anything. Yeah, it can't set up a route or anything. But the maps app will still you can still look at a map. With um, a, a distant region, because it caches your sur- like the last location that it was connected to. If you go across a country, like mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily have the whole world cached offline. Mm-hmm. So I think going to Colorado, I don't know that we have it. That's fair. Let's assume that you try and it doesn't work. Cool. Uh, uh-huh. I'm going to cast detection. <laughs> what are you trying to detect? Thanks. Uh, electricity. Okay. Um, big magic, I assume, since you're using little magic yeah, for flight. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, how? What level are you looking for? Uh, since I've got a pretty good big magic to make it a little bit easier on myself, I'm going to cast that level six just to give me a touch of advantage. I've got level seven big magic. I also don't know if this cabin has electricity. It could be totally off the grid. National Park is fairly well electrified. Okay. It was 2005, though. 
Just kidding. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a long time ago, but not like horrendously long ago. No, not infrastructurally. Yeah. Like, look, do yeah. you think they've invested in infrastructure in the last 15 years or do you think they've been writing on what they got? You know what, actually, probably this is more advanced <laughs> than we probably have right now. <laughs> <laughs> Was electricity invented before 2005? Apparently, um, but only briefly. Despite having been alive then due to yeah, being uh, ancient. Detection is the ability to detect a specific thing at visual range with awareness equal to your detection level. So it's got to be within visual range. You have a bird's eye view right now, so your visual range is probably pretty far. Um, Beyond, you're looking for what detection level? Uh, six. All right. Give me a roll. So this is seven. All right, this is, to turn it on is ten. Eight plus roll. Uh, that will turn it on. Okay, great. Um, and now this is going to be seven plus roll? Yeah. Uh, that's pumpkin. Best I can do. Uh, so that's going to be 13. You think you are sensing an electrical current coming from the north. It is weak, but you think. You feel it. Uh, all right. Uh, northward bound, everybody. Yeah. And you fly. The five of you fly north into the snow. Um, and you're not flying very long. Um, when you spot another clearing um, that has a snow-covered cabin built into it. You swoop down towards it, and uh, it is, you know, it looks like it comes right out of a Bob Ross painting. Just, you know, picturesque. Uh, It is built on sort of a shallow incline in this clearing and is surrounded by tall trees. It has a very large porch that is covered in kind of a perfect blanket of snow. Uh, It's got a large bay window in the front and sort of smaller windows along the sides. Um, That's what you can see from where you are. Um, You you land fully? Probably. Is this your cabin? Yeah. This is it. It looks just like the picture. Then yes, we do land. Uh, I'll do a quick safety ping. Mm, Good call. Give me a ping roll. Oh, you're going to get this. Uh, There's nobody inside. Uh, There are no further hostile canines. Well, I'm glad to hear there aren't wolves uh, using the cabin. And uh, she walks up to the front door and kind of kicks the snow at the base of the door away, revealing um, a doormat. And she bends down and picks up the mat and she goes, Oh, damn it. There's no key. Guy said the key would be under the mat. <sighs> well, freeze if she stays out here. She takes the rifle off of her shoulder and she. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. hold up, hold up! You don't gotta. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, guns are never the solution. Uh, oh. uh, uh. In fact, hold, what the hell is that over there? And I just point over her shoulder. Make a willpower roll. Great, bad <laughs> <Land> performance. <laughs> Yes, you can. Oh Great. my gosh, it's been a while since you got to add performance. Oh, look, a distraction. <laughs> yes! I rolled a one, so that's going to be a total of seven. <laughs> um, she looks. Great. I phase, and I quickly just pop through the wood door. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Okay, um, you, inside, you, you walk into the cabin. Um, yep. in, in, do, you, do you look around first, or do you just turn around and unlock, or what do you do? You know, looking around would be the smart thing, so no. I uh, I recorporealize and I open the door. 
That's our Vion. Um, yeah, you open the door, letting everyone else in, and uh, Marlena turns around and oh, what's important? Oh, maybe he left it unlocked because he didn't have an extra key or something. All right, I'm gonna have to remember not to lock that when I leave. Oof. And uh, you all go inside, um, and uh, inside it is like a rustic fantasy. Everything is built of wood, and uh, it, the place has charm and texture. Uh, they're kind of statement lighting fixtures, a fireplace. Uh, all the furniture is cozy and comfortable. Um, it is nice to get out of the wind and the snow, but it is actually still pretty cold in there. Um, Benny's and, uh, hanging out outside the front door. <laughs> yeah, Benny, you're standing on the porch. Um, and... Uh, uh, yeah. Hey, Benny, uh, I'm going to go scout out some um, clothing. Thank you. Uh, and then while I'm doing that real quick, uh, I'm going to turn off my big magic uh, detection and I'll blast uh, Benny with invisibility. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. It's a three piece um, suit, so they can shuck a jacket very easily. Just to start getting some layers onto Benny. That's a very good point. Wait, my suit? No. Cadrix is a three-piece suit. You do not believe we're at the same site. Okay, size. great, 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 great. No, <laughs> I have my own sexy three-piece suit. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you get your own. Um, <laughs> it's no, paid, paid for Cadrix by the Serranos. Oh, no. now Vion feels bad because he his whole thing was like he really wanted the suit. Now he realizes that he looks like, kind of like a jerk. So he will slink off to go look for additional clothing. So, yeah, you, you start to head off and Marlene is like, yeah, let me help. Um, and uh, she's like... Uh, um, see if I can rustle up some clothes for your friend here. And uh, she starts like opening the bedroom doors and looking inside and then, you know, walks into one of them and opens up a closet. And she's like, uh, all right. Um, I think looks like we got a heavy winter coat and uh, she holds up, got a thick sweater and uh, we got a couple of these snow suits. Um, and uh, you know, they're kind of these like full body kind of, you know, waterproof, you know, windproof like suits. Oh. Yeah, jumpsuit kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. I can't swear that they're going to fit you. Uh, they probably all belong to the guy who owns the cabin, and he's pretty big, but uh, better than nothing, I think. This is indeed true. Hypothermia is better in Port Ruby. <laughs> Hypothermia? Uh Oof, I won't be fooling around with that. Um, and uh, she hands them to Vion. Here, uh, take these to your friend. Uh, great. While I'm doing that, uh, I take that, because the, the jacket's really big, is that right? Yeah, it's like a big puffy, you know, got a big giant hood kind of, you know, with fur lining kind of thing. Mm, is this ridiculous? Should I do this or not? Probably. I have no idea what it is, and the answer is yes. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I haven't read when through have you ever them. not done something because it's ridiculous? <laughs> I'm going to cast shrinking on it just to <laughs> get it into the right shape. <laughs> All right. But big magic or little magic? <laughs> uh, invisibility is being run on big magic right now, um, so this can be little magic. No one's flying. All right. Give me a roll to turn that on. Let's roll. It's going to be seven to turn on. All right. That is shrinking is on. Great. Um... Does the shrinking just work automatically? Uh, shrinking. Okay. Let's you become smaller at will. Each level roughly halves the size. Oh. So what are you going to do? You made the jacket half its size? 
Uh, how well? How big is it? <laughs> I mean, it's like a jacket, you know, sized for a large man. Oh, half that's going to be a little. Well, you know what? Here's the thing, though, that you want like a, a jacket to be nice and cozy and tight. So yeah, let's go half the size. All right, you shrink that jacket down to half its size, Benny. Um, Vion brings you the snowsuit and the sweater and the jacket, and you like put it on, and it's like real tight, but just kind of gets on you. It's kind of now you got like a like, sort of limited movement, you know. It's like one of those like you know. <laughs> there you go. I think I can't, this is like yeah. no. I think vis- visually, this is uh, uh, Benny is invisible. So as soon as Van comes up with clothes, she turns off lava, and you see these clothing items like float up and like fill out to the shape of a person. <laughs> and then uh, it will be very clear when she is like good. She'll give you a thumbs up, but you don't see. You just see an arm lift, and then she's like, "Oh, I'm good." Oh, great! I'll turn invisibility off. <laughs> and Benny, you reappear. I assume fire off. Yes. Uh, and you come you to inside. Close on. I think. <laughs> Marlena comes out of one of the bedrooms. All right, I found the heat switch. Should get warm in here sooner or later. Uh, oh, you're not on fire anymore. Uh yes. I didn't want to uh, burn down your cabin. All right, well. A uh, song, This Girl's on Fire. And Benny, uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, Viana's only bringing us up in front of Benny just because he is racking his brain for 2005 and previous <laughs> references. <laughs> and he might be off. <laughs> We're just I'm trying gonna... desperately to fit in. Hmm, I'm not, not really into the music scene. Um... Oh, damn, all right. Well, why don't we all sit down and get comfortable? Um, it's coming down pretty hard, and she goes and kind of looks out the window and sort of scans around. And uh, we could be here a while. Uh, anybody know any good word games? Ulas and I play mind meld. Oh yes. Not me googling this right now. Uh, Where uh, we can explain it. Uh, oh, <laughs> I remember this. It went very well we, for Patrick. We played it on a road trip one time <laughs> up to a lake house. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, why don't you explain to me uh, how to play? Um, sounds uh, good. Yeah, sure. If that's, yeah, if, if we're just going to pass some time. Essentially, mm-hmm. two people. Uh, well, no, we can. It's two people uh, say a word at the same time, just whatever word comes to their mind. And then two other people have to say the word that connects those two words. And you're trying to say the same word. You're trying to mind meld and get the same word. Sounds fun. Check your watch again. Are you waiting for something, perhaps? No. Set check. <laughs> uh, Sam, give me uh, an investigation roll. Sure. Hey, oh, you jerk. You roll outside the tray. You know I can't count that. And you roll a six. Mm. Okay, four. I'll take them. Fine. Ten. Ten. Um, you, you, you get the feeling that she is perhaps not being entirely truthful about that. So, my note... What's, um, sorry, with her watch, like, what time is it right now? Can I, like, see, is it, like, a digital watch where I could see what time it is right now? Uh, yeah, um, tell you what, make an investigation roll. Oh, God, don't make Coffee dice, let's go. (laughs) Coffee dice, oh, no. (laughs) It's a four. A four. Um, 
You can see it's seven something. Ah, oh, shit. Obviously AM, because it was just dawn when you got here. It hasn't been that long. Um, I think, if I may, can I explore this little cabin and look for any plants, even if it's just like some old pine tree branches? You're asking me or you're asking Marlena? I'm asking you. <laughs> um, you are welcome to try and do whatever you want. Okay. Because, um, like, half with the intent to, like, legit explore this little cabin. It's cool. You know, look for... Maybe there's a cactus that hasn't died. Uh, but also, anything out of the ordinary. Or whatever Ulez assumes is the ordinary. So you uh, get up and, and start walking around. And Marlene is, uh, hey, where are you going? Oh, well, we would like to search for pine cones indoors. Uh, I don't think there's anything. Why don't we all just play the game? Well, we will search. Okay. Would you like an investigation roll? Yeah, give me an investigation roll. Mediocre plus amazing. How's an 11? Um, an 11 uh, is pretty good. Um, you start looking around, going bedroom to bedroom, checking Open the bathrooms. cupboards. Yeah, looking under the bed. The other three of you sit, um, and uh, as as Marlene is, you know, wrapping her head around the rules for uh, um, mind meld, uh, you, you notice her check her watch again, and she gets up and kind of glances out the window again. Um, Ulez, you do not find anything that jumps out to you as particular particularly interesting. Okay. Does it look like lived in recently? Because I know there was like the owner of the cabin, but it hasn't really been stated how long he's been here or how long. No, um, it looks like it's been prepared, you know, maybe for, you know, a guest or, you know, for a stay. It's like all the beds are very meticulously made. Uh, You know, the bathrooms look like they are very clean. Mm -hmm. Um, The kitchen, you know, is sort of spotless. Anything Um, in the fridge? Yeah. um, In the fridge, you find uh, bottled water. some sandwich making essentials. Um, okay. And then finally, absolutely no pine cones in the house. You, uh, you, you do not find any pine cones. Weird. Okay. Yeah. It was all kind of come back disappointed. Huh? We did not locate any pine cones or any pine boughs. How about this mine mouth? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, how is it going? We are trying to find what is in between person and arrival. And I look back at uh, Marlene looking out the window. Yeah, and she's kind of like glancing again, like, you know, out the window and sits down. She's like, uh, right, person and arrival. Uh, how did this work again? What were we supposed to guess? A word that connects the two? How did that yeah, you and I, will, uh, someone will count us down, three, two, one, and then we say the word that we think is the word that connects those two. I'm trying to think of the same word. All right, ready? Three, All right. two, one. Visitor. You didn't play it. I couldn't think of anything. I may not be that good at this. Uh... No, it's all right. It's all right. It takes a little while to uh, get used to. Also, sometimes, you know, it... Uh, if you're distracted by something, it gets a little mm-hmm. tricky. Such as what you were waiting for at the moment. Uh, what are you? What are you talking about? Your impatience. The thing that you are looking clear. at, your watch, and out the window for. Mm-hmm. Cadrex, make a willpower roll. Okay. 
It's not very effective. Oh, the die says it's as effective as it can get. Never mind. Ten. Sorry, I, I guess I shouldn't wait. All right. <laughs> and she kind of looks around at all of you who, you know, sort of are just eyeing her, you know, with that dead-eyed, we've got you kind of look. And, uh, okay. I'm not a botanist. Oh. Sorry. It, it makes sense. There is nothing on you or around you to indicate your passion for anything botany-related. I'm a bounty hunter. Oh. There are two extremely dangerous criminals hiding in these woods, and I am here to bring them in. The Boone brothers, Vic and Joey, they killed a man in Southern California, and then they attacked the cops who came to arrest them. I thought they were hiding in this cabin. I was looking for this place when the wolves attacked me, but it doesn't look like anybody's been here. I didn't shoot at the wolves because I figured if the Boones heard me, they would probably run. There is a very big reward out for them. I lied about who I was because I didn't know if you were with them or if you were here to compete with me, but <laughs> I'd be very surprised to find out that the four of you are bounty hunters now. So let's say I feel a little more comfortable trusting you. Um, in fact, imagine competing with you. It would not be sportsmanlike. Hmm. Well, maybe you don't have to. I mean, if you help me bring them in before they hurt anybody else, I'll give you a cut. You have already lied to us. What makes these statements more true? Why would you cooperate with us? Well, I'm alone, and the boons aren't here in this cabin for me to corner, so I could use the extra hands now, and uh, I am willing to pay for it. Split the reward 50-50? This is a monetary compensation? No, she yeah. said specifically that she would be cutting us, so apparently there's yeah. some sort of surgical proficiency. No, 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 it, it would be cutting the, uh, the, the loot. Is it still but valuable? But then it is not, yes, it is not usable as currency, I learned this. Oh, the cutting the, the amount in half, sorry, the amount oh. in half. Do we need this currency? Ooh. Yes, mm -hmm. we want to do this. We want to open up uh, a community, and that requires mon money. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're money in luck because value. Uh, we actually have the universe's best detective right here to do some tracking. The yes. universe's best detective. <sighs> yeah. We found you. Touche. Uh, I honestly don't know where we go from here. I know the Boone brothers are up on this mountain somewhere. They were spotted driving up this way. If they're not at this cabin, they could be anywhere. Or they could be headed for here. It is a very large park. There are many it, trees. Extremely large. Maybe we uh, wait for the blizzard to calm down and then head out. Sure, that sounds great. Will Very you well. play Mind Meld seriously with us? <laughs> yeah, okay. Why don't you explain this to me again? <laughs> okay. And 
As they do that, may I take uh, Vion for a very quick aside? Yeah. Um, let's say uh, Wulez starts explaining uh, mind meld, and uh, you and Vion get up and head over to the kitchen. Say. She said that he that these brothers attacked a man in Southern California. Is mm-hmm. that not the other coast near your location? That's right. That's where I am from. I mean, originally from the Bay Area, but... Are you aware of any such attack in history? Ooh, boy. Uh, Every Saturday night in Hollywood? Like, it's... Southern California is a pretty big region, and... uh, Something enough that an interstate bounty might be issued. That's a good question, I suppose. Uh, Hmm. If we can get like hold of some 2005 tech, maybe Ulez can start doing some searches. Um, off the top of my head, though, I don't think I can think of anything from this year where that would have been the case. Yeah. What are you thinking, Doc? I, I was not sure. I do not know the limitations of uh, your knowledge base of the other coast. <laughs> uh, inside check zero. I mean, cat, cat, mm, mm, but, you know, they're holding back a little. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, we'll get some searches going, um, and I'll rack my brain to think, you know. Obviously, I, I have a shorthand collection of uh, true crime stuff just for reference material, but it's not necessarily my specific purview. Beyond, so, you want to make an intellect roll to see if you can think of anything, remember the name Boone or Boone Brothers or anything? Yeah, I'll do that, just because, like, that's also, like, a pretty... Uh, that's a pretty rememberable name. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, investigation on top of this, right, Rick? Yeah. Okay, great. So this is eight plus roll. And that is pumpkin. So we're coming out to 14. You don't remember this. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, you know true crime, but yeah, a, 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 you know, a single murder in all of Southern California, you know, from... Uh, a decade and a half ago without more is just be even beyond you a little bit. Uh, yeah. I'll keep thinking on it. Um, and see if anything rises to the top off the right now, off the top of my dome, I can't recall anything that sounds familiar about this to me. It's only that most of these destinations have been somehow pertinent to us. Yeah. I did get a little, uh, concern about that considering that's where I'm from but I couldn't really connect any dots. Well, I'm sure you shall mind meld with the answer. Thank you. I will try my best. Let's see if uh, the instructions have sunk in. Because <laughs> this- <laughs> It's a smash cut and Benny's going, okay, three, two, one. And she's just okay. staring at you. You gotta like, you have to say oh, a word. Any okay, word. I think I'll get it this time. All yes. right, so... Let's say you you play some um, some mind meld uh, with Marlena. She she finally gets it after a while, you know. Um, and uh, I don't know, a couple hours later, let's say maybe like you know ten. I 11 actually I, d- I did yeah? want to ask her. Um, oh yeah. Like once we were done with the the game stuff, I did want to ask her if she would tell us um, 
more about like what happened. With the crime? These, yeah, like to make these guys like run this far. Uh well, Vic and Joey Boone uh beat a man to death. Who's the and, guy? Uh, some old man. And uh then they attacked the cops who came to try and arrest them, stole a car, and took off. And uh, they have surprised, like, been surprisingly clever at avoiding authorities. So there was nothing else. Like, well, the beating, the beating was pretty vicious. Were they known criminals before then? They've got a nickname. Uh, not that I know of. I mean, they, they had no arrest records, if that's what you mean. Whether or not they had committed crimes before, that I don't know. They weren't on anyone's radar at all before that? No, but Southern California is a big place with a lot of bad people in it. That's fair. Look at Vion a little defensively and possessively. <laughs> How dare they? No, nah, it's true. <laughs> um so yeah so then you finish everyone playing. becomes a criminal on a four or five on thursday um yeah say by you know 11 a.m or so um this the storm has passed uh you dole out uh, as much of the winter gear as uh, you can um and uh you head outside and marlena kind of looks around uh well, I reckon we can cover more ground if we split up. Ah, uh, in pairs? Yeah, maybe we make a team of three and a team of two. Oh, yes, that math makes more sense. Um, well, you all know your strengths and weaknesses better than me, so uh, what should the teams be? Recently, we've been splitting up into team investigation and team heavy hitters, um, and then swapping who does what. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe we should um, mix and match. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I like that this is like Vion and Ulez are the ones that are just like. <laughs> and, so, and Ulez, it's not that I don't want to, you know, like go on oh, and investigate. You know, mm-hmm. it's not that at all. I, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, just I'm sometimes just, our skills. It's, it's a lot of duplicate. Overlap. Talent. Yeah. The Venn diagram mm. is kind of a circle when it comes to that. It's a very cool circle. It's such a good circle. It's a great so, circle. In fact, it's the best circle. But So what are we doing? Vion and. Uh, Cadrax. Would you Vion. be interested? Yeah. Great. Yes, absolutely. Vion and Cadrax is one team. And Ulez and Benny is the other. I think we'll take... Uh... I think you should take Marlena, yes. Yeah. Okay, so Ulez, Benny, and Marlena. Uh, she's some extra DPS output if you need it, because you have the tank. Now we have tank damage and support. Yeah, tank damage, the Holy Trinity. Yes! Okay, just writing this down so remember who's on what team. So uh, let's start uh, with Liz, Benny, and Marlena. Okay. Um, I'm going to say 
Uh, before you part ways, uh, Marlena gives Vian and Kadrak, she hands you a flare gun. She holds out to you and says, phones don't work well up here, so if you get into trouble, shoot this into the air and we'll come running. If we get into trouble, I'll fire my gun into the air. We will hear that. Uh, it's about as good as we're going to be able to do in this part. So, good luck. Feel free also to, and I say to Ulis, to send Benny up as a flare. Oh, that is brilliant. Marlene's like, oh yeah. <laughs> you sure are an interesting bunch. It just gets weirder, so. I have a hard time imagining that. Where did you get these uh, weird abilities? I told you, no idea. No idea. Okay. They are not always abilities. I consider them just natural talents. Precisely. Except the ones that I got because of, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That could right. be considered an ability. There. We're going to say... Uh, Team um, Ulez, Benny, and Marlena, uh, you head uh, to the northwest, and Team Vion and Kadrax, you head towards the southeast. Um, so you're just both going in opposite directions, looking for signs of anything. Were there any tracks at the at the cabin? You want to look around before you leave? Yeah, because there was mention of them being in a vehicle, and it just kind of makes sense that in a snowy area, I know there's a bit of a storm, but it's like loose snow versus packed snow, and you can kind of yeah, you'll get like that. You'll get the divot of yeah. like where the fresh give me, yeah. Give me an investigation. <laughs> okay, snow. That's my expertise. Yeah, <laughs> uh, twelve. Twelve. You don't find anything like that. Okay. Um. So. You start heading towards uh, the northwest um, with Marlena. Um, and uh, Ulez uh, and Benny give me investigation rolls because you're both kind of scanning as you're going, looking for divots, footprints, broken branches, anything that might indicate a person has been through. 13. 13 and 5? Okay. Ulez got a 13. Um <laughs> Thanks you are walking, you know, maybe half an hour or so uh, when you come across uh, a dirt path leading uh, further up the mountain. Um, it has been heavily snowed over, uh, probably easy to pass. Um, but thanks to Ulez's sharp scanning ability um, uh, and, and, and keen powers of observation, um, your team finds the dirt path. Um, Marlena's, well... I don't know how mountaineer type the boons are, so if there's a path, they might have stuck to it. Uh, well, that was rational. My guess is we head down the mountain, it goes probably back to town. So I would think they would go up the mountain. Are these the type to have multiple secret hideouts? <sighs> Hard to say. Hmm. Well, let us travel and find out. Yeah, and you start walking up that dirt path. Now, team two, uh, Vion and uh, Kadrax, you uh, were heading towards the northwest. I want you to both give me investigation roll, the same kind of deal. You're looking for divots, footprints, yep. broken branches, twigs, things like that. 
Okay. This is seven. Okay. No, no, hold on. That's seven. Or if you, if you have other ideas, you are, of course, welcome to throw them at me. But Eight plus roll. Um, well, my throwing arm isn't terribly strong, uh, but my sonic detection capacities are fairly impressive. You want to scan for, like, yes. sounds? Yes. I think okay. I, can, I can go beyond my sight range uh, rather significantly. Even humans can hear farther than they can see. And they are, well, I won't insult you. Thanks. Uh, hey, who are you calling human? No, um, uh, so y- you want to do this like as an ongoing like scan as you go kind of deal? That sounds perfectly reasonable to me. All right. Yes. Give me a complex task. Then. All right. Uh, that's Jesus. Uh, 16. 16. Okay. Um, you were also walking, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 20, 30 minutes. Um, Tadrax, you hear, you know, the dripping of, you know, melting ice. You hear animals kind of scurrying about the forest. You hear branches that are too heavy with snow cracking and falling. Um, you have not heard anything that really jumps out to you as human sounds yet. Um Vian, what did you get? A nine. Uh, my investigation's usually more focused on like city-based stuff. Uh, this is not your favorite terrain. Love the aesthetic. Uh, right. The execution a little more difficult than this guy. Yeah, Vian, all you know, you are not really seeing much, um, and uh, y- y- the two of you, uh, you keep walking in the Wait. direction. What? have an idea. Yeah, what's up, Doc? Uh, as Benny proved, humans need to keep warm in the cold. Right. And at any rate, uh, the cold makes it much easier to pick up any particular heat signatures. True. Ooh, Do you not have thermal goggles? Sometimes they do remember when they have the mysterious benefactor gifts. Um, we have the distance you, six uh, thermal vision. Yes, distance six. Is that what you yes. said? Correct. Okay, so distance six is a few miles. Yes, it is. Um, that seems kind from of the air. Uh, works for up to material six so presumably oh, material, you were giving so, yeah. it to us as through things and i think you can probably pick uh, a narratively convenient distance yeah i'm through. saying right it can see through anything as thick as right. stone is i think what i was picking so it's like right. yeah, which means that we as... could see through the woods very comfortably yes um yeah. which is what's most pertinent here but like let's say yeah. it's distance three like a city block Ooh. um or you know a few city blocks you know a couple of blocks, maybe. Uh, so, so just perhaps four. we can put those on Vion, and Vion looks, and I listen. That sounds great. Vion, do you want to make another investigation roll now that you got your thermal detection goggles on? I would absolutely love to. So this is eight plus roll. Uh, again, I rolled a one, so that's a nine. <laughs> um, yeah, so the two of you start walking through the forest with the thermal detection goggles and, and the audio scanning, sonic audio scanning. Um, and uh, team one. Uh, you 
um, follow the dirt path for a little bit. Um, and uh, give me investigation rolls again. Okay. Is um is any of the snow on this dirt path like? Is it still pretty consistent? Does any of it look tread on? Is any of it like more melted? Like I just uh, let me tell you the, my investigation. Um, eleven. And you got a four. Okay, Ula's got an eleven. Um, you are yeah, you are kind of walking, and and most of the the snow is just perfectly even. I mean, the the storm has really kind of, you know, laid down a whole blanket of snow and, and there's not much to see. But Ula's with your 11, you do pick up a couple of little divots uh, that you think um, might be footprints filled in by snow. Hmm. Okay. Um, if, if we could slow down our walking for a moment. Yeah, look why? At, look at this. I'm going to try to brush away some of the snow. Look, this is a footprint. And uh, Marlene looks at it. Could be. No, it definitely is. It's got treads and everything. Hmm. Does, does it look like the kind of footwear a... Uh, what are you capturing again? The, the brothers. What was their crime? Murder. 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 Um, does this look like the footprint of a murderer? You know what? Let's find out. I think this means we're on the right the right path. Okay. And she pulls the gun from over her shoulder. Be ready for anything. And you keep walking up that path. Um, meanwhile, team two, uh, give me investigation rolls. All right. Eight plus roll. Wow, better than one. Ten. Am I still doing it as a complex task roll? Oh, yeah, yeah. For you, it's a complex task. Eighteen. Eighteen. That must um, be very nice. 18. Well, I find it very satisfying. Kadrax, you're still not getting anything, but Vion, you... um... (laughs) Maybe you should have rolled a 10, Sam. (laughs) You're right, that's on me. Vion, you pick up uh, like ahead of you, there is like a warm path that kind of drags through the ground. And, and when you kind of go over to look at it more closely, um, you can see that it maybe looks like something drove through here. Um, looks like you possibly make out the lines of tire treads that have been filled in by the snow. Uh, and they are headed uh, further towards the southeast. Okay, well, what we should do is, uh, even though we don't have cell phone service, get a picture of this, compare it against tread marks, uh, popular vehicle, something they might have. And I'm saying this as I kneel down and post-cog the tracks. Post-cog the tracks. Okay, yeah. uh, give me a post-cog roll. Four plus roll. That's going to be, wow, five. Not going great today. But I'm, I'm trying to go very recent. 
Um, These just recent? happened. Uh, I don't know, like last hour or two. Like, I mean, the storm let up what this morning? The storm let up, yeah. Like, I mean, within the last hour. Uh, oh yeah. Know, well, in that case, these, I, these tire tracks have been filled in, so they are pre-storm. Pre-storm. Okay. Uh, what? Okay. Fine. Uh, sorry if I missed. Sorry if I didn't. No, no, no. That makes total sense. That makes total sense. Um, I, I'll go. I'll try to go within the last day. I know that kind of makes it a bit of a challenge, but let's just cast that wide net. Okay, with a five. Um, yeah. I'll say you see. Two large white kind of cargo vans with no windows, you know, and, and big kind of heavy snow tires coming up this way and disappearing you know, around a bend that's up ahead. Okay. Okay. And I, I uh, broadcast to that. Uh, is that also leading to the southeast? Yeah. Uh, I will communicate such findings to our other team. Kadrex, you try to use your comm, but you find it does not work. But they're... Little radios. They probably got fritzed up in the time travel. Hmm. Uh. Hmm. Well, we cannot communicate with our allies via our normal mechanisms, Theon. Sure. Do you want to try something else? Or... I could try? Well, you always like to try. Hmm. An ultrasonic communication that Ulas might pick up and that humans could not. That sounds like a great idea. Uh, I'd like to 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 screech in in the puppy dog frequencies. That's a complex task, if I've ever heard one. Um, I think that sounds about right. And given what we just learned about distance, I should still be in range. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you've each been traveling about 30 minutes in opposite directions, but you're going very slowly on foot through heavy snow, so it's not really incredibly far. Um, Kadrax, give me a complex task roll. All right. Oh, hey. Stop trying to fly away. Oh, hey. Okay. You know, maybe, maybe you're just destined for greatness and you want freedom. All right, 17. What was the message? Uh... I can't, I can't hear that. Two cargo vans going to the southeast. I know, I'm too hypersonic for life. Yeah, it was, it human. was too, yeah. too good, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm impossible. Uh, two cargo vans uh, went to the southeast within the last day. Be advised. Well, as you pick that up, Benny, you do not. Um, oh, Benny, there has been good news. Did you hear? Um, no. What? Two cargo vans to the east? 
you, you didn't. And Marlena says, cargo vans. Mm-hmm. They have been found. Wow. How do you know that? The universe's mm-hmm. greatest detective? Uh, yes. Nobody heard that. Oh, is this a Cadrax thing? Oh, we forget sometimes. Hmm. Interesting. Perhaps while we walk, we should create a gadget that can replicate that. We would love to send messages and like they'll check their little radio and <laughs> is it like static that we're hearing? Or just nothing? Yeah, I like static. Okay. Uh, oh. Our connections are down. Hmm, we understand. And uh, Ula, as well, we're walking, is going to start looking for just bits to build a gadget out of to report <laughs> that we found some footsteps. Ooh. Uh, leading uh, west. Ula, I, I don't think I'm going to find anything. And I yeah. Do that, we're in a forest and I can't build it out of like leaves yeah rocks and pine cones cones. yeah (laughs) probably not gonna do it put some antennas Um, on a pine cone and hope for the best but while you're looking around you do find uh what looks like a fresh like recently dropped uh peanut butter jar and it is empty we have found another clue and uh marlena looks at it and she kind of you know Dips her pinky into the peanut butter. Oh. It's fresh. Ew. You could have just felt it if it was frozen. It would have been here for a while. Okay. All right. Um, Any chance you knew if a bear ate it or we're following a person now? What do the scrape marks look like? <laughs> like a finger, a tongue, a spoon, a cracker, a carrot? And, and, and you know, can I bet that this is this is the bones? We are on the right path. Are there, there yeah. must be more footprints then. Investigation roll. Ah! That's as good as I can do. I'm not even going to roll because it's going to be a four again, I'm sure. (laughs) Thirteen is the best I can do. All right. Uh, You do catch um, some more footprints or divots that look like they could be footprints. They are turning sort of sharply north and heading steeper up the mountain. Okay. So if... Two white panel vans are heading down the mountain. Is that what we were told? Correct. And there are footprints heading up the mountain. It appears to be one set. I think I have that right. You cannot quite tell if it is one set or two people, you know, walking in each other's footprints or something like that. Okay. They are very filled in. You are looking at just Mm -hmm. sort of the lightest divots. Okay. So, either the brothers split, or we're chasing two groups of people now? Let's look to Marlena. What do you think? Man, you're the boon expert. Mm-hmm. Boon dancer. <clears throat> well, I can't imagine that the boons would be driving around in two cargo vans. 
I'm going to guess that that's not relevant. I say we stay on the path we're on. Would they have made any deals with anyone? I guess anything's possible, but strikes me as unlikely. Do they have connections out here? I'm sure that's something you looked up. I didn't find anything. I think they're just fleeing. Do they have connections eastward? Are they crossing the country to get to someone? I think they're just scared and they're running away. But to be honest, I can't rule it out. All right. Good questions, Benny. We often forget to consider that they are, in fact, still humans. They act accordingly. Cadrax, uh, Vion, uh, you round that bend uh, that you have been walking towards, and um, investigation roll. Eight plus roll. Nine. Sixteen for complex. Sixteen for complex. Cadrax, you immediately start hearing sounds that are very similar to what you heard before, kind of, you know, dripping ice and stuff like that. But now there's like a different timbre to it. Um, it sounds like the ice, you know, the dripping is hitting like something metal, maybe. Different surface, yes. Um, uh, does it have, once it hits, is there a certain degree of resonance? Like you hear the hollowness of a drum versus a flat object. You'd hear something different if it fell on the top of a van where there's space inside. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say you, you, you know, you, you are hearing something that may be, might be consistent with not water inconsistent hitting. with. It's yes, not, not, not inconsistent. I will, with water I will, hitting the top of a van. I will take this and I will uh, report it to my ally. It sounds exactly like this, and I'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell did you do that? That is in game and out of game. Um bottle stop and with my voice oh <laughs> your answer was just i did it great <laughs> um i'm gonna cast invisibility we don't have the beanie right ulez has um, the beanie i think ulez should have the beanie for two reasons one uh, i don't think ulez uh should be surprised in a bad way ulez should only be like birthday surprised and yes. two aesthetics <laughs> Ula's beanie. Yes. That is the totality of my argument. Actually. We need to give our friend limits. The beanie. <laughs> well, and there it is. Caitlin, you've been you're uh, and uh, and this is not a purposeful pun. Uh, this is just reference to like college games. You're heating up. Uh, if you get <laughs> one more, you are, I believe, legally on fire until you miss. <laughs> um, legally. <laughs> in that case, I'll cast invisibility on both of us. Little magic. Okay, give me a little magic roll. Turn on. Great. Eight to plus roll. Turn on. Twelve to turn on. Yeah, that worked easy. Boom! Blast. We're invisible. And yeah, you walk towards the direction that Kadrax heard those sounds coming from. May I lift and you? Please, I would like nothing more. 
Okay, you float towards the direction Kadrex uh, saw that. Uh, give me investigation real on or oh wait, what did you get? You get a nine? Um, Originally a nine, yeah. Yeah, okay. So well, okay, give me it again because now you have the benefit of Kadrex pointing a direction out to you. Okay, there we go. This is gonna be a twelve. Four plus okay. As you start floating in that direction, you start to perceive two large white cargo vans parked behind a bunch of trees covered with branches. Looks like someone was trying to hide them. Shall we uh, float towards them? Ping. Jadrax, give me ping roll. Uh, 15. Nobody inside. They're unoccupied. Do you see any uh, heat signatures? Yeah, I use the goggles to check out if there's any heat signatures. Um, not really. You know, it's like maybe you get like a teeny tiny bit off the engine. They've probably be cool by now. They've they, they've been there for a while. Um, you know, because the the char tracks were left before the snow file, which were, right. Uh, so uh, no, you're not really seeing much. Okay. All right, then we may safely take a look around inside of the vehicle. That sounds great. I would like to break into the vehicle. Which one? There, let's say there's one in front and one in back. Uh, the one in back. Okay. Um, give me a complex task roll. This will be easy for you, honestly. Are you yeah. taking the you're taking the one in the back? I'll hop to the yes. one in the front. Oh yes, because you can very comfortably face her. Yeah. Um, Just get to that window. Exactly. Uh, so that's a sixteen. Okay. Um, Cadrax, that lock pops open very easily, um, and you uh, you head inside while Vion heads over into the other van. Yeah. Um, Cadrax, inside the van, you see. Um, what do you see inside the van? Um, you see... Mm, computers with fancy kind of gadgets and you know all sorts of components to them. Very high-tech looking gear. Um, and... Uh, it looks like there's some kind of communicator with a microphone. Um, while you were looking around, Vion, you head into the other van. You see um, basically like a bunch of like uh, lock boxes. Um, like the walls are kind of lined with like look like lockers. Kadrish, oh, what do you? Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Mr. what do you want to do? Uh, hmm. clearly devices like these need to go to Ulez for analysis. Uh, is, uh, if I fire up the communications device though, to whatever channel it was already set on, uh, do I hear anything? You cannot seem to get it on. It's got some kind of, you know, some kind of lock or something. Of what nature? Obviously not a manual one that I could easily, you know, do. Yeah, it's like, like you know, it, it seems like it just it won't power up for you. 
Oh, like a biometric signature, perhaps? What 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 nature of do I perceive Make anything an, that would be security? Give me an investigation roll. Of course. Uh uh an eleven. Uh yeah, there seems to be some kind of like thumb scanner. Hmm. Meanwhile, Vion, you were in the thing, you see a bunch of lock boxes, kind of like lockers that are along with this both sides of the back of the van. What do you want to do? What kind of locks are on there? Um, they are uh, kind of, you know, old-fashioned, like, dials, combination locks. I'm going to cast uh, Big Magic Telepathy just to patch myself in with the doc. Okay. Um, hey, doc. Give that to you. Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, hey, doc, what, uh, what material makes up the majority of just, like, dial locks? It wouldn't have uh, to be aluminum, would it be? No, there's a fair amount of stainless steel in them. There oh, are some brass it. in the tumblers. I okay. believe there is aluminum in some of it, but because it is a, a device with a lot of mechanics, a soft metal like aluminum would be inappropriate. Um, well, what, what, are you, what are you finding over there? A bunch of high technology equipment that would make Ula a bunch of high-technology equipment that would make Ula's galley very happy and makes me very frustrated for their What's, absence. What's uh, frustrating you about it? Uh, there is a biometric signature <laughs> on this communications device, well, and I do not have the correct bio. Interesting. Uh, what do you say that we go ahead and uh, trade dance partners for a quick second? Because I have a feeling that your uh, areas of expertise would be able to uh, rattle these locks open a little bit, find out what's inside. And my area of expertise might allow me to literally become the person whose uh, biometric data is required to unlock that thing, considering I can replicate someone down to their DNA. It sounds like a wonderful plan. But. Why are no we dancing? Way. Oh. <laughs> Oh no! I, it's just a a figure of speech, like you know, like uh, it's like as if we were dancing with the the and then with people. Well, uh, Cadrax emerges, and they are doing like a one person tango just to be safe, just just to err on the side of caution. They don't understand this procedure, but they they're gonna do well. In I it. don't hear you responding, and so <laughs> I just <laughs> hey Doc, you're not literally dancing right now, are you? Because <laughs> we're invisible, so I can't see you. We established I, last episode that we can see each other when we're oh my God, you're No, right. we established that we get to do whatever's narratively convenient and or funny at the time of it's casting. Understandable. Beyond choice is what we're going to call yep. this. So that if he can cast two different kinds of invisibility. So. Two different flavors. Uh, let's have some fun. I don't know, but I do know. <laughs> the I know well, in my heart. I like the idea that you tell me you're invisible. Yeah. But you can actually see all of it. Oh, 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 that's so manipulative and so in character. Uh, Doc, uh, it's not real. Uh, you know what? Why don't you head over here, dance over here, uh, check out these locks, and I'll see what I can do about those laptops. All right. You switch vans. Um, let me say, Cadrax, uh, what do you want to do? Uh I'm going to ping the check for crossbows, and then I'll open the lock. Give me a ping roll. You are just so well trained off that first season. <laughs> Fourteen. Uh, you do not detect anything like that, no. That's a relief. Okay, now I'm going to knock the lock open. All right. You um, give me 
complex to, I mean, this is easy for you, honestly. I'm just going to oh, say you God, can do it. Oh, God, a top guy. It's I'm, an I'm not even going to make you, yeah, you know, I mean, this is this is the easiest kind of lock there the is. The dice so knew they didn't actually need to roll, and they were saving you the number. <laughs> you open the combination to the lock, pop the lock, open the locker, pull the door open, and hanging inside the locker, you see a green monk-like robe. And on that, we're going to take a 10-minute break. Um, it looks like we are just under $100 away from the after-credit door drop. So thank you so much, everybody. And uh, we, will, uh, we will be right back here in 10, so don't go nowhere. And we are back. Uh, so uh, we are still working on uh, unlocking the after-credits lore drop, but uh, I'm going to still throw another thank you to everybody who has donated. Um, and when we last left off, uh, also, I, I, I if I'm not correctly, I think I saw our friend Daily Dale was in chat. Uh, hello, Dale. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just caught that. Really complimenting the game of Mind Meld and how successful she has been at it. Huh. Did you say that? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the opposite. The opposite. Hey, okay, Omar, don't get in the middle of it. <laughs> um, and when we last left off, Kadrax had opened up a locker in one of the mysterious vans that uh, they found hidden in the woods and found a long green monk-like robe hanging in the locker. Kadrax, what do you want to do? Does this robe look familiar to me? Yeah, as a matter of fact, it looks very much like the robes that the agents of End used to wear. Love that. All right. Uh, I will report this tele- at, at the speed of thought uh, to our now uh, telepathically inflected ally, Vion. Vion, you get the message um, uh, about the End robe. Um, who was the last person we saw in the robes? Um, could have been any number of agents of N that you fought in the glass tower. Who would have been at all? Yeah, did we see Steve in that outfit? I don't know uh, if he actually got the full image of like asshole in his. Own I don't glory. think Steve ever actually put it on, but you did uh, catch. Uh, hang, on, hang on. When I got uh, shot, wasn't he wearing the robe? One of the times I got shot. I thought he. I thought you were when we were on the street. We we're in the street trying to like follow him out. We ran out. We the first time we used the the teleporter tracker because some dude showed up and took. I think a he was clone? just with those people. I oh, honestly I he can't remember off the top no. of my head. You know what? I'll I, message back. You, uh, hey, Doc, Steve is in charge of the operation, right? Uh, yes. Like later we later we find out that Steve is the one behind all this, right? Well, significantly later we are in the past. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's feasible to say that Steve is probably the one with security access to a lot of these laptops. Is that right? Of the people whom we have observed Mm -hmm. many, many years from now, he is the most likely to have been employed at this time. Great. I'm going to cast Transformation on myself to make myself look like Steve. You saw Agent Dan and Agent Jane were two of the people, you know, who who confessed to being the the teleporters that were snatching everybody. Ah, that's Um, true. They were played by Luke Evans and Katie Suckoff. That's true. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a big gamble, and if it comes back to bite me, then we can just postcog the devices again. Um, okay. 
But I'm going to make one quickly see if transformation, please. Uh, what, big magic, little magic. Uh, big magic. And um, what what are you going for? I want this to work, so I'm going to cast it at level four. Four, okay. Yeah, so it's eight plus roll to turn on. That's going to be 11 to turn on. Okay, that will work. Great. We have transformation level four, and uh, you know you remember what Steve Stanton looked and sounded like, so you transform yourself into Steve, uh, who's um, uh, played by John Krasinski, I think. Right. Uh, if I recall. Uh, and I will try that uh, thumb scanner. Um, yeah, and you press on the thumb scanner, and boop, the readout comes to life. Well, damn, I didn't think this through. Um, and then I'll cast telepathy at, because I think we were using telepathy at big magic, so I'm just going to, uh, our invisibility drops, <laughs> and I give you no warning because I didn't have a time. So I, then I cast telepathy at little magic, and then I, hey, Doc, sorry, I dropped invisibilities because I've only got uh, two magics I can do at once. Um, you know that I can hear you if you talk from a van away. Right. Is that true? I have sonic capabilities that far outstrip your own that come with perception such that I can amplify sound as how we have tracked to this point. You can simply talk. I will hear you. Okay, I'll do that in the future. If you are showing off, though, please continue. Uh, no, I'm, I'm kind of uh, showing. No, you're very impressive. Uh, then you're going to hate this next part. I have no idea what to do now. Uh, I was able to get into the computers, but there's just like a readout. What does it read? What does it read, Rick? Um, you, you were just turning on uh, the communicator, or what were you trying to turn on? Yeah, uh, yeah, the communicator. That's what you were fiddling with, right, uh, Sam? Yes. Yeah. So essentially, it just uh, kind of says, you know, st you know, standby. Um, you know, it, it it's got like a little frequency dial on it that says the frequency it's broadcasting on. You know what, Doc? I might have been mistaken. This might just... I, I've got it to work, is what I actually meant to say. See? Impressive. Thank you. Thank you for helping me get there. What do you think we should do? Is is there any way you can track a signal? Is there any way you can sort of, like, find out where a thing is being communicated? That is electromagnetic in nature okay. through these communication devices. That is not a mechanical wave. Uh... We probably need ULAs for that kind of stuff then, huh? We need ULAs for all of these things. It would be much yeah. more helpful if they were here rather than we. Are there, if you can unlock the things that are there, are any of their uh, teleportation devices Oh, available? Uh, Rick, are any of the teleportation devices there? Um. Okay, so what I'm going to tell you is... Uh, because you kind of know this, but, you know, given how long our game has gone, um, uh, the teleportation belts that were created by quantum yeah, mechanics true. were only created about a year before, or, or a couple of months before you saw the teleporters, uh, yeah, when Terrence Darnell was kidnapped for them. So you don't see anything like that. No, but I can teleport us. Or anything anything indeed that bespeaks your capacity uh thank you very much this is i blushed twice in two days you usually do that on uh, true observations strange uh 
if I look in the glove compartment, uh, rental papers, any sort of uh, registration information, anything, I'm looking for additional hints at this point before I answer, Beyond. You don't see anything like that. Um, it's the only thing you find is like a, a map of, you know, Colorado. Okay. Uh, I cannot find anything further from here. Uh, is the equipment of a size that it could be meaningfully carried? How much could we carry, to put another way? The computer equipment. You can drive the vans. Sarah, uh, no. First part, no. You don't know it. Second part, terrain. Those vans and that snow. But third part, again, I, I no, I can't. The answer to that is no. You're right. B, you're so right. It's one of those, like, I'm so cold, and yet there's just a fiery Benny around me. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, why don't we check in with you right now? Uh, I'm going to say, you know, it's going to take some time while Omar and Sam are doing all the things they're talking about. Um, so, meanwhile, back uh, with Team uh, One. Have uh, we done a lot of walking? Yes. You have, been, the top? you have been walking... And, and, and the further you walk, sort of, um, the higher you get on the mountain. And um, I'd like know, to be walking behind Marlena, if that's okay. Like, if we're, like, walking order. Okay, I'll let you metagame that. Um, well, <laughs> I, I don't, Benny has been side-eyeing her mm -hmm. since we met her. I don't know. <laughs> like, she's, especially after the last conversation we had with her. Fair I enough. do not like any way she has been talking about anything Ulyss has brought up. I don't like her. <laughs> she and was dismissive of those vans. Like, be a sus. Ulyss, completely, they don't, they don't, they think, like, she's the nicest person ever. Benny's the most anxious person on the planet. She's walking behind, <laughs> and that she's walking in the back. <laughs> okay, I buy that. Um, Benny, you're in the back. Um, Marlena's in the middle. Ulyss, mm -hmm. you are up front following the tracks. If? We could be walking side by side. I know that's totally not necessary, but like I just, Willis would be describing all of the trees, talking about like the ecology of like pine trees and like how the important, like the importance of the little when they make beds on the ground and like things live under it to stay warm in the summer in the winter time because it gets really cold and like uh, it's just lots of that. Yeah. All right, you're doing that, and and Marlene is like kind of rolling her eyes, and every once in a while she tries to shush you. We're hunting fugitives here, you know. Um, but yeah, you 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 won't have any of that. Um, and uh, Ulez, give me another investigation roll. Okay. And he's not helpful with those, which is also why I put myself in back. <laughs> I cannot look. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, after you've been walking, I don't know hour, hour and a half or something like that. You know, it's like, it's slow going up the sides of these mountains because the snow is deep and, you know, um, and, and, and it gets steeper, you know, the higher up you get. Um, so after you've been walking for a while, the footprints start getting a little clearer and you start to be able to tell that there are actually two sets of prints. They look like they've been trying to walk in each other's prints to kind of hide that but every once in a while, it looks like they mess up a little bit. And you can tell there are two people. One of them has a larger foot, and one of them has a very small foot, almost 
kid-sized. Ah, this confirms it. There are, in fact, two of the individuals, uh, potentially the murderers who we are searching for. And uh, Marlena, like, you know, readies her gun, and she's like, all right, then we've got to be quiet, and we've got to be on the lookout. Uh, quick, quick question. Um, is your job, do you murder first, or do you capture first? Well, I prefer to take them in alive. Oh, good, good, okay, okay, carry on. But they will pay us the ransom if they're dead. Uh, sorry, the, uh, they will pay us the bounty if they're dead. Okay. And, uh, Ulas is gonna take so, a couple steps b- b- away from her. Um, which way? To the side? Towards Benny? Which way towards are Towards Benny. That sounds safe. Okay. Humans with guns. Deep down, like, it's just not a good feeling for Ulez or Maria, you know? And you keep walking up the path. And the footprints get clearer. And you can see them take a turn around a bend. And Marlena sort of, all right, we got to be careful here. This looks like ambush territory to me. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Ulysses is going to put the hat on. Oh, the, uh, the, the century accelerator? Yep. Absolutely. Um, you put on uh, the hat, um, the beanie, and um, she very slowly starts making her way around the bend. And when you fully get around, you find yourself looking at a huge, long rock wall that has three cave entrances in it. As as the ground gets closer to the caves, it becomes less snowy and a little more rocky, so the kind of prints kind of disappear on, you know, as, as the snow runs out, because, like, the the mountain wall kind of blocked the snowfall, like, right by the cave entrances. So Marlena says, I bet they're in one of these caves. Um, do we, do we split up? Can I try to do a stunt? What do you want to do? So I always forget 100% how these work, but the being able to extend your power into another power for a point of determination, is that... Uh, yeah. It's, a, it's an extra effect. Yeah, so okay. Power. Yeah. Can I try to use detection heat? To see if I can sense heat, because that is my primary. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Like, okay. You have uh, you spending your point of determination. Yeah. Okay, that is your only point of determination. Um, and 
I think she like lava hands to like yeah give me like turn it on and then kind of like focuses really hard into the into the rocks so i'm gonna say this extra is you essentially get you know you, you were using your power for something it's not normally for yeah. and that yeah. is heat detection mm -hmm. uh so it'll work like a detection role um which is the ability to detect a specific thing at visual range with awareness equal to your detection level uh so we will say your detection level is um i guess my aura level yeah, whatever power you're putting into your yeah. order now. Yeah. So that is uh, nine, if I'm right. Mm -hmm. <coughs> so I so I add aura, not awareness. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. But this is—is is this technique? No, this is a power roll. Never mind. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> it's a roll to one. So ten. Um, you pick up, let's say there's cave A, B, and C, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, you pick up very, very, very faint heat signature coming from cave C. Yeah, I think she kind of just like holds up, kind of like holds up both of her hands and is like, she has, you know, the heat in her. She knows how to move fire around as well. So I think she kind of like takes a second to like, just like reach out and try to find the heat in, in this place that would stick out against the cold. And she'll kind of like, oh, you said which one? C, B, middle C. one? C, the uh, one on the right. And Marlene is like, you, you want the one on the right? Yeah. All right, I'll take the one in the middle. Let's take the one on the left. Okay. Ulez, do you want to go alone or do you want to come with me? Um, I I am afraid to go alone, but okay. I want to do what's best. We need one we need one of us to go into each cave because if they're in the one we don't go into, they can make a break for it. That makes sense. I'll go into the first one. All right. When uh, Marlena starts to walk in her cave, Benny's just going to tell and be like, uh, I felt heat in the third one. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so I should go with you. Only if you want to. I don't know why she's so adamant about splitting us up. Uh, I will enter the first cave and then I will teleport to the entrance of the third after 30 seconds, Okay. Okay, I mean, you can just, you can go look it up, but I don't think anyone's going to be in there, is basically it. Oh, okay. It's up to you. Do we want to continue a facade, or just be honest with Marlena? I don't really care what she thinks about us, so I'm going to go check out the third one. <laughs> okay, we will Oh, it looks like we have opened up the lore drop. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank are you incredibly grateful for all the support you have given this show um i honestly you know every time this happens i am just like i can't believe it um thank you so much everyone so benny you said you're going in to see and well you're going to go into a or you're going with benny what would you say you're going with benny yeah <laughs> okay um the two of you head into cave c um marlena having already entered cave b doesn't see this. 
and you start walking. Um, it is dark, um, but with the light of Ulez's, you know, glowing hair, cables, um, you can kind of see where you're going. Um, meanwhile, back at the vans, what are you two doing? There's something that's bothering me. Yeah, what's up, Doc? Mm -hmm. uh, when we discovered Marlena, yeah. she was running through the forest. That's right. Seeking her cabin. Mm -hmm. It does not seem to me practical that a bounty hunter should engage through this park on foot. Where is her vehicle? Yeah, how did she even get here? That's a good she never question. She wanted to get it back either. She never mentioned anything about it. No, we just kind of took her over to the cabin. Yeah, what was her plan exactly? That's a good question. Theon? Mm hmm. Can you try to authenticate one of those devices as Marlena? I would be happy to, Doc. And I'm going to uh, drop the Steve and uh, pop up to Marlena. Oh, we love to drop the Steve. <laughs> uh, may, may he rest in peace. Um, well, actually, not at this Please. time, but uh, about 15 or 16 years in the future. But yeah. Um, yeah, you don't have to make a roll for that because I think you already have. Yeah, that transformation's on. on yeah. Um, so yeah, you turn into Marlena, and what do you do? Uh, one of these devices, I'm going to try the thumb scanner and see if I can gain access. Um, you press your thumb against the thumb scanner, let's say on the computer next to the mm -hmm. communicator, and boop, it bleeps to life. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember the range of my telepathy. <sighs> and while you're trying to remember that, right outside the van, you hear this sound. Uh, I cast uh, teleportation, uh, level three or, or big or small magic, and I'm going to teleport us both out of here instantly. Um, give me a teleportation roll, like a magic roll. This is uh, eight. To big turn. magic, eight little magic. Uh, this is a uh, little magic because it's going to do burst. On both of us. I, I won't take us far. Don't worry, Doc. Uh, Are you still invisible? No. No, that got dropped. That. Okay. And uh, he didn't tell me it was a whole thing. <laughs> I thought it was still tangible. I remember. Yeah, give me your... Turn on. All right. You're drawing your rune, and you hear somebody... Hey, Marlena, you back? Uh... Hey. I'm not going to turn on teleportation anymore. I'm going to quickly cast invisibility on Cadrax. Uh, okay. Give me uh, like small magic, I assume. Uh, yeah. Okay. Give me a small magic. Okay. You're going to get that. Oh, great. Pumpkin. So it's eight plus uh, yeah, six, 14. I, I got a one. You're, you're <laughs> fine. Um, uh, so yes, Cadrax, you disappear. Um, and uh, um, you, you know, Hey, I saw the computer come on. Is that you? Uh, I opened the door. 
You open up the door and you look outside, and outside uh, the van there are um, maybe ten guys or so. Um, most of them are dressed like Marlena. They have, you know, uh, camouflage with kind of black ski masks and the heavy glasses and you know rifles. A couple of them are wearing like green end robes. Um, but all of them have these like big, giant, kind of clunky-looking technological backpacks on. They almost look like like Ghostbusters kind of, you know, like proton packs. you know proton packs, like that kind of like big and unwieldy. And like one of them's, you know, hitting the like he's got like a little button in his hand that's connected to the back of it by a cable, and he's just like, oh, God, these things are always on the fritz, man. They 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 better get better teleportation technology than this, or I don't know how we're supposed to conduct uh, operations like this. Uh, what are you doing back here? Uh, and I rub my throat a little bit. Uh, and I just like raspily mutter. I got a wolf attack. A wolf attack? And they all kind of start laughing. Is that, you know, and they're sort of just like, um, huh, figured you'd be able to take a couple of doggies. It was an entire pack, thank you very much. And I jumped down and I closed the door behind me. Well, you find those kids? I lost them. How about you? You been successful? No, not yet. We've been searching the mountain quadrant by quadrant. But uh, so far, we haven't picked up much. Damn. We have managed to clear most of the hikers and uh, campers out of the area, at least. So if, if we find any footprints, they probably will belong to the boons. Good. Uh, and I look at all of them. So, Pop Quiz, what the hell are you still doing here? Well, what are you doing here? I am about to send an update and then go try to find these kids. And if I'm successful and the, what, 10 of you aren't? That's going to be reflected in my report. Thank you very much. Do me a favor, make a willpower roll. Okay. Can I add performance? Yeah. So this is six plus roll. What were you? What are you? Okay. Uh, that's going to be an 11. Um, and uh, he's... All right, all right. Uh, we'll get back out there. And he kind of looks like he's got like a little bit of a raised eyebrow, but it's a... what are you uh, going to do? I'm going to get back out there. I'm going to try to find those kids. But first, what I would give for a cup of coffee, and I just like open the door of the van and just like with my back to them, God, I would just kick anyone in the throat to get a goddamn cup of coffee right now. And I am like, and I have my back completely turned to them as I look up to where I could only assume the dock is. I was about to ask whether or not you could see me. Um. Uh, I, cause I'm not, I'm not invisible myself. So um, I do, like, just, just hear me out. Okay. Yeah. You're yeah. yeah, us, yeah. You're making us the ghosts. Only you can see. That's how I always rationalized it. <laughs> Figure that's close enough. So I make eye contact with you, Cadrax. 
And when I don't have my coffee, I just get in such a bad mood. I have no idea what to do about it. I'd like to shoot past uh, Marlena Vion up and into the center of them. And as I do the orthopedically inadvisable superhero landing, I would like to pair it with a burst blast. Um, give me your burst blast roll. Uh, that's a 15. Yeah, you right past Vion and then boom, come down and just like all, let's say, actually, wait, hang on. Uh, oh, no, I didn't say, think this through. This is fine. It's okay. Kadosh doesn't know. It's fine. Don't worry about Nine of the 10 of them are just knocked backwards. Uh, they all take some amount of damage. You can see that they are not happy. None of them are knocked out. Some of them are trying to get back to their feet. And, is it kind uh, of a moment of chaos? Um, yeah, it is a moment of chaos. Can I one add them, this? The one on his feet is kind of yelling. He's like, I knew it. It's a super. Uh, can I add this really quickly? If they all fly everywhere, is it like, does any snow like get kicked up into the air or anything like that? Uh, from the blast? Yeah, I would say so. Like Kadrax, a huge sonic blast of the snowy ground. Yeah, Great. Sure. As it's going, like, I want, like, anyone who's flying past me, I will, like, grapple with them and i'm not trying to hold them essentially i'm gonna roll with them and as that person gets up the exact copy of that dude gets up i would like to just change the face that i'm wearing uh yeah okay um you change your face to uh, one of the guys getting up and the other one's like god damn extra normals and and any sort of they're they're pulling out their rifles you know they're pointing them around looking for whoever blasted them because kadrick is still invisible right mm-hmm and then I will look at the one who has my face, which is his original face, in all fairness, and I will point my gun at him and go, there he is. And, and, and you know, the, the other guy's like, it's him. What? Shoot, it's clearly him. Shoot him. He's changing faces. And uh, the other one says, 6B7G987. And then they all turn their rifles towards you, Vion. They've like, infiltrated our security systems. So anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> yeah, I can keep them uh, occupied all day long, man. <laughs> Kadrax, give me a blast roll. I want to just free up their time a bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 16. 16. Um... You let off another blast. Uh, the ones who got to their feet all go back down. Um, nobody is still quite unconscious yet, um, but uh, they are, you know, you, you are getting the feeling. You, you can see some of their backpacks are getting off like sparks and stuff like that. Um, and uh, one of them kind of reaches up to his earpiece and he's like, Marlena, Marlena, extra normals on the mountain, extra normals on the mountain. I'm just going to run up and clock that, dude. <laughs> uh, tell you what, give me an initiative roll. Okay. Actually, you've got the benefit of your surprise enough. All right. Three plus roll for me. That's going to be a four. Kadrex? Nine. You said nine? Yeah, I only rolled a two. Oh. All right. So, Kadrax, you'll go first, then the bad guys will go, and then Vion. Um, I guess, Kadrax, you're invisible, so you actually probably maintain the benefit of surprise for now. 
Excellent. Um, it's, it's somehow not on the periodic table, but it is the most important. Uh, so I would like to prioritize as I continue to burst blasts and fools, uh, anyone who is pointing a weapon at Vion. Um, I know some of them are getting up. Yep. Uh, so I want to just, you're, you're doing a blast though. Right. So, uh, give me, give me yeah. your, give me a blast. Yeah. Roll. I mean, like you're doing it like burst, right? So yes. Yeah. Um, if I have to sacrifice number of targets to keep Vion out of my AOE, I do okay. that. Uh, that is a higher priority because uh, while I regretted but committed to blasting Benny Beckett, mm-hmm. uh, Vion Vigor doesn't quite have the big. Uh huh. You can say. Well, it. anyway, I rolled a. a <laughs> 14 is the point I'm getting at here. Um, you got a 14. All right. You let off a blast that uh, totally knocks out, I would say, one. Four of these guys go down unconscious. They were the ones closest to Vion. Oh, um, yeah. Who, who were in a position to arm. Uh, the other six are getting back to their feet, and one of them kind of touches his, his ear, and he's like, you know, base camp, base camp. We got extra normals on the mountain. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, and oh, and it's their attack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, minion combat applies. They all mm-hmm. just start firing uh, towards uh, you, Vion. <laughs> um, Great. And, I'll interpose as a reaction and burn my next turn if I can. Um, There's the interpose action. It just it weighs into the next initiative. So I'll lose my next turn. You're gonna take the bullets for Vion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. You. They all kind of fire in a cloud. You know, I mean, uh, sorry, in a barrage at you, um, and not bothering to figure out which one, which Vion is which. You know, which which guy is which. Cadrax, you fly just fast in front of Vion. The bullets easily, you know, uh, hit your aura. Give me your reflection roll. All right. That's uh, nine. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. Um, you reflect the bullets. They just go uh, off into the trees. The other guy is just mowed down completely, uh, just shot by his own men, dead. Um, that leaves five of these guys who are actually still awake. Is the um, is the necklace, the enlightenment necklace on the reflection chain still? Uh it is. Clippers yeah. chain fortune life. So hey, just you know, beyond <laughs> Hey, what a great point. What a great what a great little uh just while there are guns. Fact. Nice, excellent, yes. What an actually fun fact. Right. The chain kipper Sweetletrot forged in life. Uh, <laughs> hanging around your neck right now, Beyond. I'm sure he, I'm sure Kipper would be prepped. Um and uh while okay, we're gonna put a pin in that for a second and zip over back to the caves. Um, Benny, Ulez, you are walking down the caves. Uh, down the cave, you are using, I assume, the light of Ulez's hair. Maybe Benny's got fire fists up, so it's like you know. Yeah, you yeah, can... she'll she'll have fire in a hand. Yeah, lighting's not an issue for us. <laughs> um, give me investigation rolls. Team illumination. I'm not gonna roll <laughs> major roll. Seven. Uh, not my best, 10. 
you, as you walk, and you've been walking for a little while in there, uh, the caves are kind of deep. Um, I think maybe you hear, like, noise of movement, possibly an animal, possibly a person, but you hear something kind of like scurry and kind of like kick some rocks. Can we pinpoint a direction? Or did it like echo too much? Uh, no, it's very, yeah, like very reflective in those caves. So it's okay. like, you can't quite, it's coming from ahead of you. It's about as good as you can do. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think, should we keep walking? You know what? I kind of want to take a page out of the Ulez Galley method here. Um, and Benny's gonna like lean forward and say, "Hello, anybody? Anybody in here?" Um, uh, my name is Benny, and this is my friend Ulez. We greet you. Make a willpower roll, Benny. So here's here's my question for you, Rick. Yeah. Um, willpower, it's an attribute roll. Benny doesn't 100% know what's going on, but she does not believe Marlena. Benny doesn't know that, that, that we're possibly going after Howard kids. But would that add to the my willpower role, the fact that my hand is on fire to show that I am also a powered individual? Could I add my uh, power or a specialty to this role? <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, yeah. that kind of makes sense to me. <laughs> yes. I was so excited about that skill. <laughs> okay. So... Oh my god, my dice hate me so bad. That's fine. Okay. Um, that's a 10. I rolled it very badly. A 10. Mm-hmm. Um, you start to hear from ahead of you, like, some whispering. You know, it sounds like, you know, two people maybe arguing with each other. Um. And then... Yeah, well, it's. Oh, we're still moving forward slowly. It's like very, very slowly, yeah. gently. Casting our light. And you keep moving forward, and then you hear. Bastards! And like from behind, like a rock, this kid with an aluminum bat, like, leaps at you <laughs> and kind of takes a swing and Did just whips. Help? Um, me. Oh, you had the surprise hat on. You did have the surprise hat on. <laughs> yes. It's a yes. good looking toque. I want to use yep. it. Yes, Ulez. Ulez, yes. absolutely. The second this person starts moving, you kind of turn. And, you know, the reason why he whiffs is because, you know, you just easily step out of the way. And he's like, <laughs> and he looks at you and he's just like, you know, he's like, fuckers, I'll never let you get him. How, what, what do we see? Who, who is this? What do we see? Um, you see a teenage boy. I'd say he's played by maybe Roman Griffin Davis from, um, uh, um, uh, what was that movie? Um, the Taika Waititi uh, Nazi movie. Oh, um, uh, yeah. uh, it's called... Um, it's Jojo right on the tip Rabbit. of my tongue. Jojo uh, Rabbit. Thank you. Jojo Rabbit. My brain just totally blank. Yeah. Oh. Um, and and, and uh, 
from behind the rock, you see like an even younger kid, maybe 10. Um, and he's maybe like Ian Armitage, the kid who plays young Sheldon. Um, and he's kind of just like peering up from behind the rock and he kind of looks like shaking, like terrified. And the older kid's just like, you know, he's like, back off, you want some of this? And he like swings the bat at you. Uh, no, no. Can I, can I try to catch the bat? Yeah, Benny, give me a coordination roll. He's swinging it at me. Um, well, I don't mean it's confident. Oh, it's a 10. Uh, yeah, and you <sighs> catch it, and he's just like... I'm not trying to take it away from him, but I just want to, like, stop the swinging. <laughs> yeah, his face just freezes. He looks absolutely terrified. Hi. I think my hand is still on fire, too. <laughs> Sorry, kid. Um, my name is Benny, and we're not trying to take anyone. Are you Okay. And he's he's like, I'll let it go. I'll like I'll like slowly lower the bat and like I'll let it go if he if he'll like set it downward, point it downward. I don't care what you want to do to him. Not oh, getting no. near my brother. What we are searching for murderers. Have you seen any? I have a feeling that um, this is who she tricked us into trying to find, which means uh, we absolutely should not let her oh. get them. So yeah. Oh no. He's not yeah. a murderer. It was an accident. Accidents happen. What has occurred? Oh, uh, we are Ulaz Galley, by the way, if you are comfortable in sharing this information. And, and the kid, the younger kid kind of peeks up, you know, and he's like, it just kind of happened. What can you and do? It, it, I can go first. And Benny will step back and full body lava. And the kid just like his eyes like pop out. Cool. And the older pretty kid pretty hot, actually. I would say a little bit. I, I will try. I will take it all the way back down, <laughs> except for the handful of just fire for light. I'm not trying. I don't want to threaten them, but I'm trying to make it known that <laughs> we might and, be on the same page. And the older boy goes, "Show him, Joey." And like the rocks that are all around you just like lift into the air, and he's like. Oh. I didn't know I could do it. It just happened and all this stuff started flying around the room and, and something hit grandpa and, and he died. And then, and then the police came and, and they said they understood, but then, then these other guys came and they said they were, they were going to, and, and, and he starts crying and, and the older kids says, you know, they were going to try and take him somewhere. So, I think I know I, where. Don't and we're going to try to make sure you don't have to go there. Oh, 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 okay. What are, what are your names? The elder kid says, I'm Vic. This is Joey. You are Vic and Joey. Okay. Greetings. Um, okay. And, and he looks at you and he's like, are you a robot? Ah, uh, no, we are alien, but partly human recently. And both of them go, like in, in tandem, both of the kids go, cool. <laughs> Where are you from? Oh, we are from Spire. It is a planet very far away. Would you like to go to the cabin and get warm and safe? I think we should and get then, them away from 
Marlena. from behind you, you oh. hear, oh, no. nobody is going <gasps> anywhere. Oh, that's what you think. And I'd like to turn into lava and turn around and face her. <laughs> you turn into lava. Mm-hmm. And then all around you, you hear, ooh, ooh. And these like kind of bright balls of light just appear in air and then pop and all these end agents dressed just like Marlena, a couple of them in, you know, end robes, you know, very similar to the squad that Cadrax and Vion are confronting. You don't know that. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, hey, kind of was. just surround you. And one of them is like, get the nullifiers. Hey, Ulez, do you want to get our friends out of here? Yes. And I'm going to grab both kids' hands yes. and teleport away. Yes. Uh, Ulez, give me teleportation roll with your uh-oh die. With my uh-oh. uh-oh. <gasps> it went off. Um, <laughs> Where are we ending up? Oh, <laughs> Mystery location on a mountain. <laughs> Terrifying. Mystery location. It's a 10 total. You took just the kids? Mm-hmm. Just the kids, yeah. I trust you. Okay. Um, yeah. There is that crackle and bamf, and all of the end guys are like, kind of like, whoa, it's better than ours. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you, we'll get to where you appear later. Okay. Um, actually, not. Fuck it. Let's do it. Ah. Um, you bamf um, right outside of the caves that you just came into. There are a whole bunch of those white vans now, and maybe 20 or 30 of these end commandos standing there. Um, The sun is, uh, I would say, starting to set at this point. Okay. It's October, or or it's, you know, the winter, so uh, sunset is kind of early. And uh, Benny... You are all lavaed up, mm-hmm. and one of them's like, I got this! And he dives at you, and when he dives at you, he hits this button that's in his hand, and he grabs you, and you hear, Ooh. Um. So he takes nine points of damage. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Okay. You, hear him, you hear him scream as he grabs you. And I don't get any resistance on this, right? It just happens. No, that just happens. Okay. Uh, he taught you because, yeah, because just you know, he grabbed you aura, not knowing you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and suddenly, maybe maybe it's because the teleporters don't work that great, like the other guy was complaining. And maybe it's because of you know he was so burned, you know, by your aura. Something. I burned up just if it's a big vest. I probably scorched the teleporter a little bit too. <laughs> and the two of you are suddenly tumbling down the side of the mountain. Uh, awesome. <laughs> the end agent, weighed down by his heavy backpack, just crashes all the way to the bottom of the slope. But you keep rolling. Um, finally, you stop. You are a little banged up. You feel dizzy and disoriented, and you look around. Um, there is a small cabin there that you can see. Uh, just maybe, I don't know, 50 or 60 mm-hmm. feet away. It seems vaguely familiar to you, but you don't really have time to think about that because the end agent gets up and pulls his weapon and he's like, don't move, don't move. Can I lava arm punch his gun out of his hand? <laughs> uh, give me initiative roll. <laughs> okay. Uh, eight. You go first. Sick. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to 
are like I don't know how far away from him I ended up, but I have my stretch, so I want to try to just from I won't go anywhere. I'm not gonna move. I'm not gonna move. I'm gonna. Oh, he's definitely within your stretch range. You know, your easy stretch range. Yeah. Um. So you're you're hitting him. You're hitting the gun. What are you doing? I'm gonna hit um the gun. I'm gonna just I want to punch the gun, or his hands or whatever would you know interfere with. Uh, you punch the gun and uh, it kind of goes flying off and lands in like a snowbank and kind of you know just way out of his reach, and he sort of looks and sees what you just did and like turns around and starts running away through the snow. Um, You, meanwhile, you start to feel very, very strange. There's this weird kind of nausea and kind of something feels like it's pulling on you. And suddenly the fire that is closest kept breaks free and you start burning brighter and brighter the flame the lava goes to blue to white the hottest you've ever felt yourself burning small plumes of flame start shooting off in all directions you can't even control them and then there's that weird pull again and the flame flares towards the direction of that little cabin and, and then the pull gets stronger and it happens again. And the pull gets even stronger and a pillar of fire shoots straight at that cabin through an open window. And you hear a child scream. And then it stops. The flame dies down and you start fearing normal, feeling normal again. I'm already moving towards the, the cabin. You're running towards the cabin. You can see it is on fire, and you hear voices. I'm trying to put it down with my with fire control. I want to. I want. Give me a um, fire control roll. Oh god. Okay. No. <laughs> Why do my dice hate me so bad? That's a six. Um, you're struggling. Whatever is happening to you has yeah. damaged your ability to to use your power. You know. Oh, I go at, in then. If there's will. people in there, I can. Well, help you are them. you are running towards. Yeah. It. Yeah. And as you get closer, you you can hear these voices kind of yelling and shouting inside, and you swear you hear someone shout, It's Benny! And then you realize where you are. Right after your 11th birthday, your moms took you to Colorado on a ski trip as a present. Yeah. They rented a little cabin in the woods surrounded by mountains. And you were so excited about it. But on the third night that you were there, something happened that changed your life forever. You were supposed to be asleep in your bed, but instead you were awake trying to take pictures of the stars out the open window when suddenly you were engulfed in flame. You didn't know where it came from, but you screamed and then everything went black. And the next thing you knew, You were being pulled from the burning cabin by your moms, who were mystified to see that you were not burned at all. That was when it all started. This is when it all started. And it dawns on you, this is how you got your powers. What do you want to do? Ah, uh, do I see my mom's take a young me out of the cabin? 
as you are sort of standing and processing this all, you can see them pulling you and one of them, you know, what's going on? I don't know. It'll be all right. You know, one of them's trying to comfort you, Benny, Benny, it's okay. And the other one's just like, what started it? And, and, you know, they're, 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 they're kind of, you know, panicking a little bit, but. I think once Benny realizes what this is, like she was running at the building. She couldn't bring the flames down. She's freaking out what just happened. She felt really weird. And then she recognizes what's happening. And I think she like stops and is just like in shock and like can't move for. Benny, give me an intellect roll real quick. Seven. You honestly can barely process what's going on. No. You do remember Molly Darnell saying something about don't get too close to yourself or weird reality warping stuff could happen. But that's about all you can get your head around right now. Am I still, uh, did it burn itself out? Oh yeah. As, as soon as that plume of smoke, plume of, plume of flame shot through the cabin, you were back to so normal. I'm back flesh and blood. Like, like, yep. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think she stands there probably longer than she should have. But once she kind of like catches up, hears Molly Darnell's voice in her head. She doesn't know what to, she'll kind of start just like backing up to like get to like a tree to like get tuck, tuck herself around something to get out of line of sight. But I think it's like really stilted and she's kind of doesn't know what to do with this. <laughs> and as you duck yourself behind that tree, we're going to cut back to Vion and Cadrax. Uh, there are five of those end commandos left. Um, and having just killed one of their brethren, um, and suddenly they all kind of touch their earpieces and they look at each other and they're like, we got them. And they kind of hit those buttons on their, you know, little kind of backpacks and one by one, they all just vanish right before you in these little balls of light. Well, that sucks. Can we track them on their equipment in this van? I'd imagine so. Also, they have all earpieces, right? There's work. Yeah. And so I just go over to some of the bodies. Uh, and Vion's a nerd. He's played, for, I'm sure, a role-playing game of sorts. He loots the bodies. Uh, and, a role-playing game? <laughs> on a scale of zero to Skyrim, how much do you loot on these guys? Ooh, ooh. We're... <laughs> Uh, we're, we're, we're taking a double Skyrim here. We're getting 2005's best technology. Um, <laughs> and 2005's best pants. No. <laughs> uh, you know, what if we run into some giant crabs? So uh, I chuck one of the earpieces over to you. All right. I am now uh, two earpieces. <laughs> Great. Uh, I guess I think the same for me. Um, and just like tap the earpiece and, and go, hey, uh, Doc, is this working? Can you hear me? I thought we talked about this. You could be in the other van. You could be farther away from the other van. <laughs> oh, uh, simply what I mean to say is, uh, is the earpiece working? Can you hear me through the earpiece that... Uh, oh, yes, the device uh, is also operational. Fantastic. That's great. Hey, fellas, listen, uh, my name is Vion Vigor. Uh, we're, I assume you're playing a little bit of hide-and-seek. You're going to go find some kids. We're going to find you first. Good luck. 
and uh, I take my hand off of the earpiece. Should we go uh, see where they went to, Doc? Yes. Let's. Uh, May I lift you? I would enjoy nothing more. Whoosh! You shoot up into the air over the trees. Like I said, it is dark out now, so it is much harder to spot what's going on out there. Um, you know, but we have thermal goggles and our echo. We have thermal goggles. <laughs> Beyond, give me yeah. an investigation. Cadrax, give me um, complex task. Uh, that's going to be 8 plus 5, 13. Happy birthday, Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's never her birthday. I don't know why I say this. <laughs> Hey, if you say it often enough over enough years, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> it does have to be her birthday at some point, I think, yeah. We'll just have okay. to keep doing that. Wait. <laughs> um, what'd you get, Sam? 13 and 14, respectively. 13 and 14. Um, okay. Fion, um, way to the north, up the mountain, you can see like this aura of heat um, in the dark. Uh, like... Um, you are guessing, you know, something is going on at this spot. Cadrax, you can hear the sounds of engines essentially coming from the same direction. Doc, if you can get us there fast enough, I actually, for the first time in maybe my entire uh, one of two lives, uh, or both, uh, I might actually have a good idea. You... Fly in that direction, Cadrex? I do, though I don't credit the self-deprecation. <laughs> you fly in that direction, um, and uh, you shoot up the mountain um, and find yourself heading towards a canyon. Um, the steep rock wall that is all kind of enclosed except for like one passageway that comes around a bend. You can see from the distance because you are in the air that there are a whole fleet of those vans parked down there and it looks like beyond with the goggles you can see a bunch of, you know, the heat signatures of people. Yeah, do I see... um... We get some heat signatures. I'm imagining this the way that Hollywood represents uh, sort of like heat vision. Yeah, I think, think like, yes, Predator, you know. Yeah, yeah. Great. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Thank you for speaking my language. Um, I learned science in Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, in Sixth Day. So, um, I would like to, uh, is do I see any heat signatures that are possibly a little bit smaller than the others? Give me investigational. Okay. Eight plus roll. Come on. It's pumpkin. Um, you... These are easy to spot because yeah. the vast majority of these are enclosing around three heat signatures. Can um, I can I have a, a small narrative liberty? What do you want to do? Um, so everybody's been going buck wild and it's been a delight. And poor little Ulez is just like a gentle fuck up. Um, so I think they've been doing their best to kind of like teleport with these kids and it's just like they're frazzled, they're worried, this is overwhelming and this is scary for those kids, this is scary for Ulez. So from like a bird's eye view, especially kind of viewing the heat signatures, it's just a bunch of like blinking because we're teleporting um, around the mountain, just kind of going in circles and Ulez is doing their best to hold on to these kids while accomplishing nothing. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, you are, yes, kind of trying to shield the kids, looking for somewhere to go. Um, you, there's a very wide perimeter around you, so there's not, you know, every time you kind of turn in another direction, you see someone closing in, um, and you hear someone, you know, get the nullifiers, you know. No, uh, no. no, no, Since no. we're not directly in combat yet, right, can I prepare uh, magic? Uh, yeah, well, what do you want to do? Uh, I want to prepare teleportation. I just want to help Ulez out a little bit with little magic. Okay. Um, are you using your magic for anything right now? No, nah, I ain't doing anything. I'm just getting carried. I'm a little backpack. <laughs> right. Okay. You're just getting carried. Okay. So yeah. big magic, little magic. Little magic. All right. Give me. Uh, that's going to be eight plus five to turn on 13. Happy birthday. Swift. Teleportation level three is on. Fantastic. Doc, how fast can you get us there? I can get you there. Can you get them out, phase, whatever needs to be done? Get them away Hmm. from the others. And then I look up to each side of the canyon, out into safety. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You know, Doc... What if we work together on this a little bit? Because I'm getting a sense of what you're going for. What if I can uh, grant you a couple seconds? Because you know how there's always that moment in movies where like uh, people are rushing away from that really bad CGI snow cloud. You have to know that I will not understand this. Yeah, you know what? Great point. Great point. Uh, I get your meaning. Don't worry. Um, Ulez and the kids uh, will be completely taken care of. Uh, But let me see if I can assist you a little bit really quickly, if that's all right. And uh, how close are you? In the time until... We arrive at them, and I begin to falcon. Perfect. (laughs) Um, And if you don't mind, uh, uh, can we? Is there a chance we can land for a sec, Doc? As well, just one second. Um, we heard them say that setting up the nullifiers. Yeah, I am. We don't have that kind of time. Okay, great. That's fine. Uh, I'll just yell from up here. I can be pretty loud. Uh, Hey, douchebags! And I'm going to cast teleportation. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. So they turn uh, into like a New York cabbie? What's up? <laughs> like, you know, hey, douchebags. Hey, we're flying here. Um, <laughs> Vion Vigrios, hey, douchebags. Because the thing is, uh, Vion's a spirit of justice. And his purpose is to uh, identify evil in this world and get between the evil and the folks that are affected by it. Right now, we got a lot of folks who are enacting that, and we got two kids who are going to be affected by it. That just seems wrong. So I cast Teleportation at level three. I cast it with Burst. I just pulled up the book. I should probably do that more often, but I quickly read up (laughs) on what Burst means, and it means everybody in the area. Now, Ulez is pretty good at teleportation. These folks, not so much. It takes them a little bit of time. Um, I haven't done the exact math here. Sam, I know that's, uh, what, 9.8... Meters per second per second. Meter per se- right? Um, so I'm trying to figure out exactly uh, how quickly they fall from a city block because that happens to be how far they are going to be falling right now as I teleport literally everyone in the area a city block up into the sky. Short side of the block or the long one? Because Manhattan blocks 264 feet uh, by 900, oh. so it's really quite an appreciable difference. 
It's up to you, Rick. So you're trying to teleport all the end agents? Everyone. Everybody. So they, just, so they just like Everybody fall down? In the air. <laughs> yep. Into the air and just so they just plummet back down. That's what you're, yeah. you're going for. Okay. Give me. Brilliant. Uh, it's on. It just works. I'm not sure your burst will be able to get all of them. Um, it, I checked the wording. It says everyone in the area. Yeah, but the area is for me to define, and uh, okay, they are right. sort of spread out. Like I said to, to Ulez, they are sort of surrounding a wide perimeter around Ulez. Like I think burst is more like you know, Superman hits the ground and all the people is surrounding him. Close go. range. Yeah, as I recall. Um, is it close range? Anyhow, anyone near Ulez and the kids? Anyone near Ulez and the kids? Give yeah. me a teleportation roll. Uh, level three. Roll. Where did you go? Hold on one second. Come back to me. That didn't work. That's pumpkin right there. Damn. So that's a nine. Um, yep. And I'm rolling like, one so we can see the pumpkin blow kisses. That's it's the balance. <laughs> <laughs> like 10 of those guys just like, you know, bamf away. And it's just like, it's just pure. They just disappear in a second because this isn't even the quantity teleporter. This is just like your magic. Mm-hmm. And they just, you know, vanish and then reappear immediately, just, you know, a, a hundred yards in the air, or however long a city block is. And then you just hear like, Wah! they all just kind of like come falling right down and just boom, all hit the ground. Uh, Patrick, what and, are you doing? Oh, sorry. Are you don't know. Oh, so yeah. just like, in the same chaos, uh, Ulez and the kids also popped up there, giving you just like a chance to teleport to another location. May I teleport with the kids? Yeah. Uh-oh, die applies. So. Yep. Uh-oh, die is A-OK, and that is a 10. Uh-oh, die is A-OK. Um, where were you teleporting to? Um, honestly, if I finally, if I could think of a place where maybe we would be a semi-OK that I've also been, the original location that we landed when we arrived in this place. Okay. You find yourself back in those woods looking out over that view of the other mountains, just like it was when you showed up, only it's dark now. Um, and, uh, you know, watch out for wolves. But um, you, uh, yeah, with Noah Odai, it works cleanly. Cadrax, what are you doing? Once I've seen them, bamf away. I rise back up to those sides of the canyon. And I am going to start using, well, so often I use frequencies like I used with Ulas, ultrasonic frequencies. Um, or I'm going for very short range kinetic blast. It's very rare that I deliberately and without some cause of great emotion uh, invoke the more seismic side of myself. Give me a complex task roll. You were trying to, uh, I assume you're not just using blast. You are trying to trigger like an earthquake is what you're saying? Or avalanche. Um, avalanche trying to break. Yep. If it's right. an avalanche, great. If it's the sides of the canyon falling in, also great. Let's see what happens. Give me a complex task roll. This is going to be difficult because you're trying to move a lot of stuff. Mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Uh, you spend in yours or a community? My final. Okay. That's a four on the die, baby. So that's an 18 total. Cadrax, 
you release the voice just in all directions around you. And there's this like kind of sonic boom in the canyon. And then everything's quiet for a second. And then a little bit of snow slides from one side. And then a small narrow band of snow slides from the other side. And then a little more falls. And then <clears throat> this rumbling, this loud rumble as this huge, like, you know, you've seen avalanches like in nature specials, like these giant kind of like huge bricks of snow just like slide down the mountain. And it's like from all sides, like, the, you know, this is right after a fresh Colorado snowfall, all sticking up there, avalanche just pours into the canyon and just buries everything and everyone in there. Where is this, the, uh, the cabin mm. located at in all of this? Uh, the cabin that you're at? Uh-huh. Uh, you are way at the bottom of the mountain. You are... You're far enough not... away that you wouldn't have shown up on thermals. All right. Yeah. Okay. You, 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 are, you, you are, yeah, kind of nowhere near here. Cool. Um, okay. This is all in this canyon that is that's sort fine. of on the side of the mountain. We yeah. were downhill, so I just wanted to make sure. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that's, nope, that's, I thought about it before I did it. I thought that... Yup. Nope. Yeah, I, no, wouldn't, you... I wouldn't do you like that. It's okay. I had a plan, but it's okay. Well, it's it would have been extinguishing the... Ma- I, anyway, we thought about it. Um... And then everything goes quiet. Night, fire, thunder, spirit. The end of them. Oh. Man, we just keep beating them, don't we, Doc? And we will again someday. Uh, I'll screech to Ules. Where are you? Or sorry, I will Ules Kali. <laughs> I'll I'll narrate you out here since we're getting towards the end. Um you hook up with Ules, you go searching for Benny with the thermal goggles and find her all the way at the bottom of the mountain. You find um, her sitting vaguely catatonic behind a tree. <laughs> yeah. <Hey>. Um, <laughs> I'll say, yeah, uh all of you. You know, and, and and the Boone brothers can you know teleport down there and uh, be reunited with Benny. Uh, do you want to plan anything out when you're reunited? You're right there, Benny. I don't know. Okay, what happened? And she kind of like points towards where the cabin is that you guys can see you probably scorch marks and fire and stuff. For, okay. It's no longer burning, I don't think. Did anyone get hurt? I'm in there. No, you're here. You're in front of us. And I'm in there. No, you are from Michigan. This is Colorado. We came here for my birthday. Uh, past you? Oh, no. Oh, you shouldn't be close to past you. I think I just gave... I think I just gave myself the fire. Uh, Is... 
not the natural progression be- beginning? Uh, Reality hey, warping when okay, one is nearby oneself. Uh, and I'm going to put my hands on Benny's shoulders. Hey, it's okay. Technically, this happened in the past. This is set. But Ground this, yourself. Ha- this yeah, I just, remember this. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did. I want you to do me a huge favor. I want you to listen for the breeze really quickly. That's real. I want you to feel the cold temperature in the air. That's also real. Up in the sky, those stars, that's also real. All right? All these questions and everything like that, that's all a lot of stuff our brains do. Just focus right now on the natural existence of the universe. It it just exists. You don't have to hold anything up. You're good. It's easy. Existing is just easy. You just do it. That's it. And and Joey Boone walks over and kind of like hugs you around your waist and he says, don't be scared. I was scared until you showed up. Benny. Like I'm walking below too. <laughs> Thanks, is buddy. Is anything you remember your mom saying about that day, aside from what you just witnessed? The only thing they ever told me was that we didn't know where the fire came from. Is there anything you would like one of us to tell them a message to deliver, not you already probably a lot of reality ripples. There gets a little complicated. I haven't thought through it. Doc, you're way smarter than me. Probably a bad idea, right? Good idea. Bad idea. In fact, it would not have direct temporal consequences, particularly if you were. Yes. No. <laughs> At worst, you would have perhaps a little bit of uh, deja vu upon seeing us for the first time many, many, many years later, but respectfully humans are terrible with facial recognition of their own species. I think I'm just asleep right now. Is there my moms any, are still awake. Is there anything you'd like to tell them knowing what you know now? Can you tell them she's going to be okay? Why don't you do it? Why don't you tell, why don't you tell them and why don't you tell yourself? Uh, I don't think I can go talk to myself. I think that's uh, that's bad. bad. We can bring the moms to you, perhaps? Is that okay? I'm not an expert in any of this stuff, but they did take it remarkably well. It's just, uh, I'm just thinking everything that they gave you throughout your life. What if you also just gave them this peace of mind? It ain't bad, right? They were really really scared. Then he's walking with you. And I'll just like kind of tap on the door. And as we walk up, uh, I would like to take Benny's hand. Yeah, she squeezes it. (laughs) You've wondered for so long where they came from. And it came from the best, most beautiful place possible. Not from some some experiment or accident. It came from you. Okay. All right. Uh, and I'll knock on the door again. And you can hear 
some muffled voices and the door opens and they, it is a younger, distinctly younger looking uh, Lola Beckett, uh, played by Jodie Foster, um, pokes her head out. Yeah? Hi. Um, Hi. I know yeah. this is going to sound really bizarre and I know things are kind of weird right now. And I can't really explain why I know that, but I just wanted to tell you that she's going to be okay. No matter what happens, she's going to be okay. I how, promise. How, how do you know what happened? I can't tell you, but You're one I of those religious get... people, are you? No. No, I just know, and I know weird, weirder things in this are going to keep happening, but you guys do it well and you're good at taking things in stride, but I just wanted you to know that she's going to be okay. It's going to be extraordinary. This day just keeps getting weirder and weirder. Have a good night, Mrs. Beckett. Hey, had had and we're gonna start backing up into the snow in the dark. Yeah, and <laughs> she sort of seems real puzzled as you disappear into the darkness. Um, I think Benny's shaking a little bit. I think that was a lot for. <laughs> yeah, Benny, uh, this was a lot for you, and uh, and now that you know what happened, uh, it marks the date for you is October eighteenth, two thousand and five. Um, and, uh, so y'all go back to that cabin and y'all rest up at the cabin. Um, and, uh, early, let's say the next morning, you get ready to move on to your, your next time jump, wherever it may take you. Um, Let's say uh, we gotta figure out what to do with these two children. Yeah, we gotta take care of the kids first. <laughs> okay, you're right. Um, sorry. Uh, no, they got a fact, They've got more than I have. Don't worry about it. Who who can we can, can we you, get in contact we'll, with here in this time? <laughs> you use the end uh, technology in the van uh, to call the local police. Um, sheriff's office sends a car up uh, to pick up the kids. Um, and promises they will get them back home. Um, the kids are okay. Remember, they said that they were fine until the end people showed up. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. And as they're getting into the sheriff's car, um, Joey says, thank you so much. We wouldn't have made it without you. And Vic says, oh, what are you going to say? Uh, you're welcome. Just remember to use your powers for good. Joey's I'm gonna be just like you. Will you swear upon your pinky? And Joey goes, Will I? And, and he pinky yeah. swears with you. Do they just could... both just float a little bit? Just a little, a little uplifting? <laughs> and Vic says, uh, as soon as we get somewhere safe, I'm going to tell my Aunt Lila all about this and these end people. She's like a secret agent type, and if anyone can figure out how to take them down, it's going to be her. 
Oh, yes. She sounds very competent. That's not Tell a bad her idea at all. Everything. Uh, I shake their hands, and the older one, I shake his hand, and I pull him in a little close, and I say, "Hey, in the 2010, the Giants win the World Series." <laughs> and he oh. looks at me, and he's like, "Uh, okay." Then he's uh, gonna gonna crunch down, give Joey another hug, and then like, uh, she's gonna uh just kind of like mid hug, just tell him you're gonna be okay too. And he hugs you back, and he's like, "So are you." And that car pulls away. Vion, you all join hands and you draw your time rune. Yep. The crystal starts to glow. The glow gets brighter and brighter. And it flashes so brightly that for a moment, all you can see is blue. And then, bam! Benny, you find yourself on a short, rickety boardwalk that runs along a narrow beach facing what you assume is the ocean. The sun is low in the sky, and you can tell it's early morning. Some ways to the east, you make out a dock jutting into the water, and to the west, you see some kind of a boatyard. Your teammates are nowhere in sight. Ulez you find yourself alone on a hilltop surrounded by a flat grassy plain bordered by a moody chestnut oak forest ahead of you is a dilapidated wooden fence and just beyond it an old graveyard with maybe 20 tombstones in it cadrax you are standing on a stone path surrounded by pine trees You smell salt in the air, and you can hear waves crashing and seagulls, and ahead of you is a modest little building with a sign above its double doors that reads, Crescent Cottages. And Vion, when the blue light fades, for you, everything just goes black. And we will pick up right there next week. Um... Thank you so much, everybody. This was a fun one. Uh, <gasps> I, I love I love these people. You, you, this you're is the, so you're good. the four Bless, best people in we history. We love you. How do you do this? How do you constantly every just, week? No. What every week? He's really good. He's no, really don't. good. Most people are not this good, no. and that's fine. That's great. That's lovely. And then every so often, you're blessed with someone who just like. Is this good? And then the story is just—it's—it's be- it's better, yes. better than what? No, better. Just don't better. don't listen to them. I am basking Ugh. in the reflected glory of my <laughs> players. Listen to me. Um. I have a voice. It's loud. <laughs> uh, real quick, go around the table. Tell the good people where they can find you. Um, Caitlin Bruder. Hi, I'm Caitlin Bruder. You can find me on Twitter at KKAMABR. You can find me on Rule of Lore on Wednesday nights, here in Q Times on Sundays, and on Coffee. Uh, Bruder Caitlin is my name on there. That's all I got. I'm very emotional. Thank you for coming and hanging out with us. Be Zelda. Hello, all. I've been your non-binary busy bee. You can find me on Twitter as at B underscore Zelda. I'm a podcaster, streamer, writer. I wrote something for Archon, a systemless cyberpunk setting that came out recently. As well, I'm the community manager for D&D Adventures League. And right now, I'm just feeling all the feelings. Feeling.
Aww. Love you, B. Uh, Sam DeLev. Hello, my name is Sam DeLev. I've been your Caldrex Ever Singer, and I, too, have been occasionally accused of having a feeling. If you want to see me do such things, you can see it as a role-playing performer and variety streamer throughout the Twitch Renette, the schedule for which is on my Twitch.tv about page, uh, twitch.tv slash DeLevely, D-E-L-E-V-E-L-Y, as well as all of my one-offs on Twitter at Tchaikovsky, C-H-A-I-K-O-B-S-K-Y. Please catch me back here tonight. Uh, on this channel tomorrow for Barony of Olives at the 6 p.m. Yeah, I know. We got time to remind me. I remember what are you going to do. Um, and please, please, please do stay posted to that Twitter because I have a big announcement that's coming very soon, like this week. Like literally this week. Like my Tuesday morning stream is canceled, so please pay attention this week. Thank you. Intriguing. Uh, and uh, Omar Najam. Hey everyone, I'm Omar Najam. You can find me at Omar Najam on Twitter. Um, some other stuff. Oh, check out our Discord. Uh, so many wonderful people are doing so many wonderful things. Um, we've got some incredible uh, guest poets hopping in. Liz is doing readings. Uh, they're so absolutely incredible. And their knowledge base of poetry is unfathomable. Um, so please go enjoy their stream. Every time they talk about like art stuff, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> great. Now I'm smarter. <laughs> Thank you very much for that, Liz. Um, and we have uh, Villains Origins. I don't think this, I think this week is the off week. And then next week, I believe we hop over to Sam's Brilliant, Brilliant, Brilliant Mind. Um, so that's coming up. So check out the Discord for that stuff. And then also uh, a show I'm in uh, just launched last uh, Tuesday. And so please feel free to check that out. It's called uh, Borosaga Bane's Break over at Pixel Circus. I play a little uh, tabaxi rogue. And uh, we it's pre-taped, so I know the story. And just trust me. It's incredible. And the places that these characters get to go and the places that these players post themselves, it's, it, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. Uh, and there's stuff that I get to do in this game I've never done in another game before um, in terms of character dynamics that I'm so excited for people to watch. Um, so please, please check that out. Uh, and I think that's it. It's basically a tabaxi rogue in real life. Um, it too kind I'm to me. I'm Rick Budd. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at rbud913, or you can follow the show at PowerPlayRPG, um, and I will be back here uh, next week. Um, and uh, on that, the theater goes dark, and we are in Avalon, Paradise Square, Friday, September 17th, 2021. It's day, and we're at the Port Ruby Central Transit Station. People are freaking out. They are running every which way, and it is not hard to guess why, because through the giant bay windows, we can see alien spaceships in the sky above the city. Don Eaglesmith, who is standing in line to buy a bus ticket, spies a bank of payphones on the wall, and she runs over and digs a quarter out of her pocket, and she drops it in and dials, waits a moment, and then, Mom, it's me. And she listens. I know, I know, I'm sorry, but I want to come home now. And she listens again and she's like, I'm in Paradise Square at the... But before she can finish, the whole wall next to her just blasts open an inch to the... If she was like an inch to the right, she would have been finished. She drops the receiver and stumbles backwards as two dozen Alpha Combine infantry units roll right through the hole in the wall. She panics. Everyone in there is screaming and running. The Combine soldiers shapeshift into vaguely humanoid, humanoid forms and draw their weapons. 
Dawn looks for some place to run, but they are everywhere. And suddenly her eyes light up with the crackling blue glow of electricity. Her aura spreads over her body and the Combine soldiers take notice. They begin to circle her, which only makes her more afraid, which only makes the aura grow brighter and brighter and wider and wider. Bolts of electricity start shooting off of her body. At first, they reach a few inches and then a few feet and then a few more. And after a few seconds, she disappears into the middle of a giant and quickly expanding ball of electricity. She screams in fear, and as she does, there is this massive electrical discharge. A huge lightning bolt fires straight up into the air with incredible force. And as the ceiling begins to come down on the crowd, we cut to black. Thanks for playing with us. Hey everyone, this is Sam DeLev. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. Your review helps other fans find the show, which really helps us out too. And if you're looking for other ways to support PowerPlay, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG for news about merchandise, giveaways, and everything else we do.